Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, kitties. This is y'all's Dooley, John Kassir, the voice of The Crypt Keeper. And you're listening to Slasher Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Slasher Radio. My name is Mikey Bones. I got the owl and I got the ball sack this May. Ain't no <laughs> Gentlemen, what's going on? Hey. Uh, uh, nothing. Me, before we came on the air, we were just talking about uh, saggy balls. Do you think this May is a saggy sack? I think this May is a high flying, tight, no wrinkle, <laughs> no nonsense set of fucking balls. Plump, no wrinkle, shiny. Plump. No ruffle, exactly. Okay. And that's why they call me V-Sack. You know, they wouldn't be, I wouldn't be V-Sack if I wasn't perfect. Uh, perfect. When I think of dismay ball sack, I think of like old, like discolored, like they're just brown from being dirty for so long. So you think of your own? You're thinking about like Happy Gilmore ball sacks? A little, a little saggier, yeah. Like they hang. Like it's just a bunch of skin for no reason. Don't compare me to your own. Don't talk about my That's not fair. You need a nut bra? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <We're, laughs> this is an interesting way to start the show. Uh, thank you for coming back and listening to us. Um, last week was a little rocky, audio-wise. So far, so good this week. Fingers crossed. Knock on wood. But uh, we're right. back, and we had a surprise interview this week. Mm-hmm. And it's a big one. It, it was a big one. And you guys introduced it to me. So one of you, I don't know, flip a coin, tell them what the fuck, who we got this week. Fucking Russ McKamey, man. The, the one and only um, infamous McKamey Manor entrepreneur, I guess. I don't even know what to call him because like, he's he's such an pioneer. Person. The extreme hot pioneer. pioneer. What the yeah, damn. Like you were telling me the other day, he's fucking into puppies and shit. Like, yeah. You never know what's going on. You don't know what you're going to get. <laughs> I was talking to him the other day. I heard puppies yelping, and now he's, you know. Inviting dismay for eight hours of torture. I mean, I don't know. Which, what by the way, she Ten said hours. she she agreed to go do. So she you can look forward to that, it, guys. Don't don't listen to this this tomfoolery. She ain't doing it. <laughs> she said that she's gonna do it, so we're gonna make her go do it. But if you guys haven't heard of it, like I didn't before, uh, dismay and Bobby told me about it. Kimmy Manor, just YouTube it. That's all I'm gonna say. It, it's a haunt house. Could you call it a haunt house? Who the hell knows what to call it? It's an extreme haunt, and extreme is an understatement. Russ is crazy. He's infamous. There's a lot about him all over the internet. Good, bad, you know. A lot of good, a lot of bad. Well, that comes with anything like this, you know. I I think that horror in general, it gets a bad rep because people don't understand the difference between entertainment and, and reality. And that's just part of horror, you know. That's why... Uh, I think a lot of movies and stuff and, you know, music, horror music, horror movies, everything just gets a bad rep because people don't understand that it's just entertainment. And he did touch on that, that it, you know, that it's entertainment. And, um, but yeah, I think that's where the lines get blurred and people get, you know, 
uh, antsy about it and get, get offended and, and, you know, so if it's not your thing, then don't, don't watch it or don't, you know, don't, uh, involve yourself. Yeah. But if you do watch it, go to YouTube at McKinney Manor Presents. That's right. And, um... All right, hold on. Let's get the shout outs out of the way because, you know, this is a fucking, there's a lot to dig up. God dang it. 12 nightshorrorcom PromoteHorror.com, HorrorMoviesAndStuff.com. Dismay, is there anything, what's going on with that uh, 12 Nights Music thing there? We got, oh, so, so when go. you pressured me good, talking but... about it last time, no. When no. she goes, oh, um, so is fucking bad. No, okay. because you were like, hey, go ahead and tell them. Tell and them. I wasn't ready yet, but I sat down and I got it all ready. So that it was ready to go when the episode came out, but yes, I. So I made you do it. <laughs> I yeah, you did because I had to hurry up and get on You're it. You're welcome, twelve. But nights. I did make the website, and it's twelve nights of slash horror dash music, and I already released. Is there an, the first one? Is there an easier way to to for the like if they go to twelve nights of horror.com, There's a tab. I'm assuming. Yeah, there's like there's yeah there's a tab, but there's like an emblem right at the top oh, or okay. a logo. I'm, logo uh, just click on the logo and it'll take you there but yeah i i made that and released the first i guess news which is um i'm working with cage uh for those who don't know he's a new york uh hip-hop horror music artist who's been around for for years and years um he's got a moniker that he goes by called sam hill where he does a lot of his darker music and so i put that up on the website, and he's did got, you buy Cage's tape, up. open it, and dubbed over it? Ha <laughs> 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 What are you gonna say this way? What are you gonna say? Nothing. You Nothing. <laughs> so, anyway, so that's up. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, so he's the first one, and we've got that going, and then slowly but surely, I'll be adding more stuff and. Yeah, I'll be working with Cage um, personally as well. He's got um, some things he's working on that uh, I won't I won't say just yet, but so you'll be seeing us work together as well. Very nice, this way. Very nice. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, sounds good. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> it's <Kenneth laughs> from Connecticut. Uh, all right. So what uh, of my oh, um, BigBadToyStore.com. Just helped us out with those those two gremlins that we gave away Christmas time. Uh, go check them out and houseofmysterioussecrets.com. Go check them out. Uh, use the ten uh, percent off slash a radio promo code. And I think that's it. There you go. There you know. What does my you saying something? That's it. No, that's it. You trying to? You trying to? Did she call me out again or something? <laughs> oh, she was just asking the audience if they want to grow up and be just like me. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys talking about? Like, you have no idea. Do you? No. Okay. I'm trying to ignore it because I don't want to. I don't want to know. You know. I don't you know. know. You fuck. Let's, you know. Let's just let's say just if you ain't tilting this room, neither am I. <laughs> You're full of them tonight. <laughs> I gotta get a zinga sound effect. I don't know what the zing. zing. You have no idea, do you? No, I don't. I don't want to know. You know. Oh, God. Uh, all right. So, McKamey Manor. Dismay, you were weary about doing this one. Do you think after yeah. talking to Russ 
you know, it's a little more like, do you feel any different about it? What, what's going on? Um, what, uh, wait, hold on. How do you, like, what was your, what's your stance on it? Because, you know, I, I want to get everybody's opinion because this is a big, everyone thinks differently about this damn place. What's your stance on it to begin with? Uh, I'm not like one way or another. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that, of course, even he mentioned, you know, how much negativity surrounds it. Mm-hmm. And that's the only thing, you know, that's, of course, you know, makes <clears> you <throat> guess because obviously he's been through so much um, with people and legally. And so it's just it's a lot to um, it's a lot for him to deal with. It's a lot for, you know, just and then he mentioned about the towns that he lives in, people coming after him and stuff. So obviously he he's not shown in a great light but um he did touch base on you know on that and what caused it and you know how he handles it and you know and how it affects him too so uh we got to see that side of him which um i hadn't seen before so that's good that he was able to explain that and you know it's not like he's just um doing this and he doesn't care what anybody thinks you know he 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 hears what everybody says but he doesn't let it affect his passion for what he's doing, you know, so he does listen, but he, you know, he, he just does his thing and, you know, it's just something that he's going to have to deal with. So, um, all in all, I think he's a, you know, a strong guy to have to deal with that because that's, it's hard to be in the spotlight like that and to have to deal with so much pressure from, from people. So, yeah, you know, I, I learned new stuff about him that you don't hear very often because all you hear, you know, is everything bad that people have to say. Mink? I agree with him, man. He catches a lot of shit, but all in all, you know, especially when you're coming from a horror genre standpoint, you got to respect what he does because he's an all original. He started this fucking thing. He made it what it is. There's a lot of people out there that try to copy him. And, you know, you take it for what it's worth. You got to look at it and see like, your own perspective. Is it right to you? If it's not, then it's not. You know, to some other people, it is. I mean, it's he's not telling you to go down there and take the tour, you know, forcing you to do it. These people, I mean, it's up to them. And if it's not your cup of tea, then don't get involved. But um, I think he's very flat out about that. I agree. And I think we're all on the same stance of it. I, I will say, uh, okay, on a clean slate, should a place like this exist? I don't think so, because I don't like that shit. But if, like you said, he's not kidnapping people and abducting them, making them do people. If people want to do this, and his waiting list is like over twenty thousand long, why why shouldn't it exist? If people want to do it, I, it's not for me. You wouldn't catch me doing it. But I do, like you guys said, I do respect. You know, he found his niche, and he said it before in interviews that no one else is doing it, was doing it at the time. A lot of people are doing it now because of McCamey Manor. But, you know, he found his niche, and no one was doing it at the time. And why not? If people want to do it, why not do it? And I don't think it's fair that he catches as much shit as he does because, hey, man, it, it, Bobby mentioned it in the interview, but it's it's not when the whole idea of it isn't really that much different than movies and even some video games and stuff. It's just he's going out and physically getting his hands dirty doing it. And these movies are portraying it. But it's still spreading it and promoting it. See, but you you mentioned that you don't think it should exist. Because who would want to do that? So you're kind of one of those people that... Yeah, I know, but 
you're one of the problems, though. Absolutely those those are the kind of people that cause problems because they think, oh, this is just torture. No, no, no. It shouldn't be here. Shouldn't be able to do that. I said on a clean slate because in my head, I would never do anything like this. And I couldn't imagine someone wanting to go do something like this because it's very extreme. But if people want to do it, then who is anybody to say? That, that's what I'm saying. I, I just don't fathom people wanting to do it in the first place. But hey, man, if people are signing up and he's telling you flat out what the hell's going on, and even I don't understand people, we may catch shit for this, but I don't understand people who have done the tour and then come back and fire at him. It's like, dude, you guys watched the same videos we did. I was just realistic about it and said there's no way I'd be able to make it through. You guys thought you could. You can't get mad at him. I ain't forcing you, yeah. man. It's your own decision. I mean, at the end of the day, it's not life or death. Like, you know, he's twisting your arm and telling you if you don't do it, you know, you don't have a choice in the matter. It's up to you. And, you know, he claims they, you know, they go into detail about what they will and won't do. You know, they, they go, you know, I don't want to get into it too much, but, you know, they do tailor the tour based on the individual, so... But even if they don't, like, like I said, they watch the same video. Even if he didn't have a list of stuff, which I realize he has to have legally for legal reasons. But even if he didn't, dude, watch the video. You can get a general idea of you can expect anything. You know, so it's like you know what you're getting into before you even get to see the paperwork. And you decided to do it. And then there's even more detail there. And you still decide to do it. What are you mad about that it got the better of you? I mean, come on. That, that's my stance on it. That's what I'm saying is that it shouldn't happen because they do tailor yeah. it and yeah. you know make it unique for each person. So I don't know if um, I don't know. Maybe they thought they could handle more and signed off to do more and then ended up not you know being able to handle yeah, it exactly. or whatever else. A lot of it has to a do lot with of it has Russ said with the celebrity aspect of it. I I enjoy what he puts out because people want to do it. He's feeding that that urge and. It's fucking crazy the shit he put he puts on, and you know, we we touched on so much when we were talking to him. I you, you I think mentioned it, Bobby. I would love to see this guy do a movie. Yeah, it would be cool. <laughs> Imagine it'd be cool that. as fuck. Oh, I mean, like he should have did Escape Room. Yeah, I think like he, you know, as as extreme as it is, but there's so many horror fans that do love that really extreme, yeah. brutal stuff. So he's you know he's kind of satisfying that crowd of of horror fans that like that. Um, sort of stuff so um, you know obviously I, I know that's not your your thing mm -hmm. that you don't like all that you know crazy stuff but there is a big market for that so um, you know so people that do like it obviously respect him a lot for you know uh, providing something Content. so real and like you know intangible like you can go do it like anybody could as long as they you know meet the requirements yeah, so, I mean, yeah, whatever, I know it's a controversial thing, and the guy is interesting, and this, the, his his stuff is interesting, and you guys told me about it, and before I even looked at it, I was like, oh, no, hell no, and I still wanted to see it, I'm like, I gotta see it, so it's like, whether you, it's your thing or not, it's, uh, it, it intrigues you, and it's, hey man, he found his niche. And just as many people are bashing him about, there's many people out mm -hmm. there who are praising Praising him for what he does. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, like you said, man, if it's your thing, go check it out. If it's not, don't bother. And that's, it's like that with anything. It's like that with horror movies in general. It's the most hated fucking genre of movie. And, you know, it, it's gone this long. So, obviously, people are out there for it.
But um, all right, so guys, enjoy this, and we'll catch you on the other side. That's right. Yeah. Okay, um, I really don't know how to introduce you. Yeah. <laughs> um, this week, we have a bit of a last-minute surprise. We are super excited. We have Russ from McCamey Manor here, the infamous McCamey Manor. Uh, how are you doing tonight, sir? Oh, I'm doing good, man. Just hanging out with me and the puppies. So we're just uh, so we'll we'll try to keep it uh, nice and quiet. Everybody's sleeping right now. All nine dogs are chilling. So we'll hopefully it stays that way for a while. I, oh, you said nine? Yeah, there's nine. Yeah, there's there's three regular, you know, three big dogs, and then there's uh, we got six puppies as well. So, and they're all we're all in one little small confined little area. And I'm like, I'm playing uh, mama and papa and feeding every three hours and and doing all the pooping and the peeing cleanup and oh. all the washing twenty four seven. So yeah, that's my job uh the last uh last few weeks. <laughs> it's been pretty crazy. Wow, man. I never thought I would speak to you and talk about puppies, but what kind of dogs are they? Well, actually, um, I, I don't know for sure because I, I took in a stray because she was out here uh, when we moved out to Tennessee a couple of years ago, and I tried to like, you know, friend her, but she just she, she's a total wild animal. She didn't want anything to do with us, and then and then the, the 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 dad is another stray, but this poor little thing here, this this the, the mom, she was always having litters and I felt so bad for her and, and she got pregnant again of course and the and the dad is another stray across the street. This unfortunately there's a lot of strays. People do not take care of their animals out here. Uh-huh. And I'm a big animal guy and it makes me crazy. So I, I broke up a fight one day with the with the pregnant mom and ever since I broke up the fight um, she's been, uh, you know, she's, she's like, Oh, this guy protects me. That's good. And so then I was able to, to win her over. And, um, she was out in the barn for a long time and I finally got her into the house. And, and so now I've adopted her, so to speak. And she had her puppies in the house and, and now she's, uh, you know, now she understands what snacks are about and that kind of thing. And so she's really, she's adorable and the puppies are adorable, but, uh, it's, uh, you know, Mama had him for about a, a month with all the feeding and stuff, and after that, it's kind of my turn now. So, um, I'm getting them to eat regular food and all that stuff. So it's just, it's constant. I'm on their schedule now. So, <laughs> so for the last last few weeks, there hasn't been any Bikini Manor tours because I'm I'm not able to do that when I have to keep my eye on the puppies 24/7. I can't let them just be you know be loose. So. Um, yeah, so there's been a break in December, which is fine. It's for the puppies, but, uh, yeah, so, you know, that's, that's how mean and tough and scary I am. I'm just a big, uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big softy, I'll tell you. <laughs> That's why I was saying, like, we're talking to Russ McCamey about puppies. <laughs> yeah, the, the, tor- the torture house <laughs> with all the puppies and, and all the, uh, you know, all the saved animals and rescue animals. Yeah, I'm just a real big, real big, scary guy. <laughs> That's awesome, though. I'm a, I'm a pet guy, too. So, But you mentioned cool, relocating. Cool. Uh, you guys were located in, um, in California. You're now in Tennessee. What happened there? Was there any reason for the relocation or you just wanted to? Well, I always said um, if I ever needed to sell my house, like if I ever lost my job or whatever, I would always sell my house in San Diego, and then I would buy something flat out with more more land, so I could make the manor more epic and on a you know larger, cooler scale than what I could do in San Diego. And that's that's what happened. I was in the Navy for 23 years, and after that, for 13 years after the Navy, I was working as a veterans advocate, uh, working with disabled vets. Another mean guy thing, you know, because <laughs> that's what I am, right? <laughs> and uh, and then that job uh, changed on me. And I, I was like, okay, well, the plan is let me sell. And and I didn't care where I was going to. I, in fact, I was asking the fans, where do you want the manor to go? I could care less. I just want a place that's, you know, cost effective and um, just buy something flat out, no no mortgage or anything, and just do the hunt. And people people were trying to get me to go to their state and this state and that state. And, and uh, just so happened that Tennessee was the spot that, I was like, okay, yeah, that works. You know, some guy was like, hey, I can be an actor for you. I said, well, can you for sure be one? Because I need at least one person when I first got He goes, yeah, yeah. I go, okay, then I'll go to Tennessee. So, <laughs> so I moved here. It's been a while, though. I mean, they were not expecting um, McKamey Manor, and it's been – uh, it's been rough. I mean, I've had a lot of hate out here, man. I've had crazy, crazy hate stuff that I never thought I'd ever see. I mean, I always get hate. There's always, you know, death threats and all the crazy stuff that I always got. But it got, it's got, not only got, it is nutty out here in the deep South. I mean, you know, I'm on, I'm in the Bible belt and I'm on the buckle and it's like, you know, I could tell you stories forever as soon as I got out here, you know, they, they put out a community alert, which is something you do for like a, a murder or wow. something saying, get this guy out of town, let's run him out. Let's, you know, let's get rid of them. And these are all from like, um, you know, this, these are all from the leadership of, of the, of the town. This isn't from just average Joe. This is from, you know, the big wigs and it was crazy and it was nothing but in fact, there was a really good movie I made, called Media Insanity on my YouTube channel, which is McCamey Matter Presents. I always say that because the uh, the YouTube channel that everybody goes to and they think that's mine, that was hacked about two years ago by uh, ex-actors and other people. So they're all making money on my content. So don't go to that one. And not, you stay off the one until that's got 100 million views. You want McKinney Manor presents. That's where you'll see new content, and um, yeah, so that's the real channel. Unfortunately, YouTube could care less about if it's a hack channel. They don't, 
you know, they don't take it away and they don't give your channel back to you after all. It's just kind of jacked up, but I just live and learn with all that business. But yeah, so, so media sanity, if you, if you read, if you watch that movie, it'll show you how crazy it was with every news station, helicopters flying over. I mean, it's wow. just wild. The, the things that people think. And, um, you know, we had the police come here once with, um, and I was, and I almost got shot because, yeah. uh, uh, it was lucky for me. I was out changing a battery and the, and the district attorney said, if you didn't change your battery at the time you did, we would have had every right to blow your head off. And I was like, wow. So that's, wow. that's what I'm de- dealing with out here. You know, yeah, so I it's pretty crazy. One interview uh, I was reading that you, you were in, it's that you said that they were shooting out the windows. Well, that was another place. That was in uh, McLeansboro, Illinois. Yeah. That was another place that, um, I mean, you know, I'm from San Diego, man. I'm from a pretty a place that's pretty, you know, liberal and stuff. And so, or just whatever, are kind of, you know, I just, I lived, born and raised in California. So I, I never have been out in these small towns. I didn't know these kind of. I didn't know the mentality of these small towns really were real. You know, this is something that you think it would be like in the 1940s or something. I didn't know that's how it really existed, you know, in in 2018 and the 19 and whatever, but it does, you know, and so you really have to be careful because it's a whole different world out here. It's something that, I'm just not used to. And so, yeah, people will do things like shoot out your windows and I'll be praying in front of your house and they'll be, you know, uh, trying to do bake sales to earn money, to run you out of town with secret meetings going on and uh, death threats, you know, Southern justice, assassination threats. I mean, you name it, I've had it all. And, you know, and there's a police file on me as thick as your arm. And they've tried to indict me uh, based upon my based upon my my old movies. But that's how desperate they are to, to get me out of town. They want to be the one that says, finally, man, we got him out of here. We were able to do it. But it, I mean, you know, we're not doing anything illegal, but it's just that. And that's why I'm still here. But. It's just crazy because I have to watch everything I do so carefully because I know that they're watching everything, every move I make just to find something. Yeah, waiting for some accident, waiting for someone to complain, waiting, you know, that's what they, you know, so luckily when, when they took, when, when the DA took, the evidence, so-called evidence to the judge, the judge like, we're not going to do anything. I mean, it was moved, It was based upon films of, of, you know, five years ago. How do you do that? Right. That's crazy. Yeah. But that's, that's the mentality. And so it's a different world out here in the South. And, um, you know, unfortunately the kind of the cliche things you think you hear about it and you, you know, it's kind of unfortunately the way it really is. And so you have to adjust, overcome and adapt. And I had to change the way I do the shows. I had to do a safe phrase now. And um, so I've had to make things different, but it's actually scarier now than it's ever been. It's much more, it's tougher in some ways on a psychological level. It's extremely difficult on a phys- on, on, on the physical level, much easier um, but on the psychological, you know, side of the house, it's much more difficult. And so, uh, yeah, you just have to reinvent yourself, which I always have done anyways. And, and, uh, that's kind of, you know, that's what you gotta do. Right. 
<laughs> it's funny you mentioned how it's the physical part is easier. We were talking before you had called in, and uh, I had watched uh, Dark Tourist recently, where you know Bikami Manor was featured on there, and um, right. I forget the host name, Dave. Like he before you guys even really got started, he quit. And I think I seen a lot of people as I was looking up on it going, "Oh, I didn't do anything yet," but I'm like, all the stuff leading up to that. It's got to be intimidating before you even do it. So it looks yeah. like he didn't go through much, but when you're actually in that position and, you know, you have your creepy little headphones saying, like, that that's scary and you don't know where the hell you're going. Yeah. So, so that yeah, I, I see it. I get it. And that's what a lot of people, I think, miss. And, that, and, and so it's actually, you know, I'm glad I'm doing it because with the older shows, I was so nervous every single time thinking, is this the time someone's really going to be injured? Is this the time that we're going to have a major accident? Because the old shows were really brutal, but they're brutal in a different way. So I'm really glad that I was forced to make the change to a, you know, a kinder, gentler bikini manner in one way. But again, the mental side of it is extremely challenging and much more so than what I've ever done before. I mean, now I can do things like I can use the hypnosis and I can do things that like I didn't do before because I didn't need to, you know, like with, with, with the old shows, I had all these rough and tough actors and, you know, tossing everybody around and yelling and screaming. And it's like, okay, that's fun for a while, but it's not really scary because if you're a contestant and you're going through all that, it's like, okay, good. You're yelling at me and you're screaming and you're pushing me around. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. I got it. You know, so most people can, can last quite a long time with that because it's not really frightening and maybe more, it's kind of more irritating than anything else. And then it's intimidating, but, but it's, it's, but the psychological part, which what I do now, you can't get around that. So you can be the toughest, roughest guy there is, but if I get in your head and I do every single time, that's why the record is zero seconds out here. Um, if I can get in your head and which I have so far, um, then you can't beat that. I mean, I don't care how tough and rough you think you are. I don't have to push you around. I don't have to yell at you. I don't have to do any of that stuff. I can just, you know, mess with your mind to such a point to where, you know, the, you know, the results speak for themselves. There's a movie called, and then there were none. Um, I, I encourage you to look at that. That shows you everybody who's ever taken a tour out here in the new location and what their end results were. And everybody is the same. That's where you're going to just see everybody just freaking out, uh, you know, saying their safe phrase under a lot of stress, but that's all mental stress. And uh, so it's extremely fascinating to do the hop this way. That's not to say there's not physical elements to it. There definitely is, but it's definitely a mental game. You know, if you can keep your wits and not let me get inside your head, not let me use hypnosis on you, which is one of my key tools and everybody knows I'm doing it. It's not like I'm being, you know, I'm not cheating. It's in the contract and I'm a trained hypnotist. And so, uh, you know, and I know how to do that without you knowing I'm doing it. And, and, and so it's pretty tough to beat me just for that reason. But the challenge is out there. You know? So I, I, I offer it to anybody. That's incredible, man. It really is. Like, you know, you see the videos and you see, like, they're not really moving around much. Like, from the pickup point to the van and all that, like, that's usually where they'll break in between. So uh, it really does show that you, you, you have that way. And 
uh, the applicants are um, they're not really prepared. Like I feel like they get prepared, like they try to prepare themselves for it, but the mystery behind the whole tour is really what gives it, um, you know, that that certain kind of vibe to it. And then plus too, like all the haters that you have that 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 talk about the tour, I think it's the lack of not knowing what's going on that truly bothers them. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, the haters, you know, bless their little heart. You know, they just, uh, <laughs> there's so much misinformation out there. It's like, Oh, there's, you know, the, you know, the latest rumors, there's no haunt. It's only the front yard. I'm going, okay, there's no haunt. It's just a front yard. Yeah. I, I want you to think that if that's the case, how could everybody be broken the way I break them? I mean, it doesn't, it's not even logical, but you know, I love rumors like that because it just adds to the mystery. And, and I've been a real big fan of keeping the manner a big secret because, you know, that's why I've never accepted television show offers. I've been offered shows from, you know, NBC, sci-fi universal. I, I could be making a lot of money, but I don't do this for the money. And it's more important for me to keep the integrity and the mystery and the legend of this crazy place alive. And if I did these TV shows like they want me to do, you know, they, they all want to do reality shows, then it would give away the magic and are they want to do game shows and stuff. And it wouldn't be scary anymore. I would rather be broke because basically I'm just yeah. a retired Navy guy, but I'd rather just do the shows the right way, keep it really scary and make it this urban legend. So when I'm dead and gone, they're still going to be wondering, was that place real? Did that really happen? You know, and and, and so the only folks that really know are the ones that actually go through. And even they don't know because they don't get far enough to really understand anything. So it's, it's absolutely, it makes them so mad. And that's why we have the crazy uh, misinformed, what I call LICs, which stand for low information crowd, you know, these <laughs> haters, because they just have no clue. And, it's it's magical. It's it's uh it's truly a magical thing that that we've created, and uh, I love it, man. <laughs> I absolutely love it. That's the, that's so. the true essence. The fact that you're not willing to sell out is awesome, man. It's really what keeps the whole thing so appeasing to everybody. Because I think there are people who yeah. truly like your catchphrase is "You really don't want to do this," but what makes yeah, them want to yeah. do it is that mystery, man. Yeah, yeah, and and, and I mean it when I tell people. You really don't want to do it. I mean, I'm trying to, if I, if I do my job correctly, I can make you quit before you actually have to do the real tour. Cause, because the way the tour works out, it starts at 10 o'clock in the morning. It's an all day thing. So from 10 o'clock in the morning until sundown, and that's why we have another catchphrase, you know, the town that dreaded sundown, you don't want to be here when the sun goes down because then the, you know, the tour gets real and it's a whole different situation. But from 10 o'clock until then, what I'm doing is I'm evaluating you. I'm finding out what you can do mentally and physically so you can have a successful tour. I'm finding out because I need to know certain things. I don't want to hurt you. And there's so many different types of crazy activities at the new show. I mean, the new show is not like anything you can imagine it's not like a regular boo on a house with you know normal stuff that i used to have no we have epic gigantic it's kind of a cross between american ninja warrior american gladiators fear factor every haunt you can ever think of it's like major epic things stunts activities that you're going to be doing in a horror themed world i mean it's like nothing you've ever seen and that's why when people do see these things they lose their mind and they 
and they just quit. And, and so, so I have to find out what your strong points are because I don't want you being put someplace during the real show where you could be injured. So bottom line is I'm evaluating you. It's silly. The daytime stuff is silly and fun. It's called the gauntlet or Holly's playhouse or it's my little boot camp experience, but I do everything for a reason. I'm there to find out how well you can do when the real show happens. And then of course we do the contract during the daytime as well. And the contract takes, you know, three to four hours. And that's a super important part of the, of the tour, because I need you to know every single thing that's going to happen to you or could happen to you, because I don't want you ever to come back and say, Oh, I didn't know you were going to pull my tooth out without Novocaine. I was like, yeah, you did. It says here are number 137. We talked about that. So everything that can and will happen is discussed. I'll answer all your questions. I'll keep nothing a secret, total transparency. I'll tell you how to do it. I'll tell you how to escape from every stunt that I talk about. There's nothing I'm hiding from you. And I do that to keep myself out of trouble because the district attorney, when I first got here, told me, he says, even if half of what I see is true in these movies, I'll have you locked away for five years. And then if, if, if you don't stop, it'll be another 10 years. So because of that, again, I I have to overcome and adapt and figure out, all right, well, what can I do to make sure people are well aware? Well, that means totally letting them know everything that is on the plate. And of course, people also get, you know, two items that are off the plate as well. So after you do the contract, if there's each person gets two things that are off limits and you have to make wise choices. And if you don't want your tooth being pulled, will you say, well, I don't want my tooth being pulled. I don't want to be, you know, this or that. Well, you know, you choose your items carefully because everything else is going to be on the table. Now, we all know that there's nothing sexual. There's no inappropriate activity going on. There's no religious stuff, but Otherwise, everything can and will happen to you. But the beauty of the new tour is after you do the contract, I let you kind of, you know, make the tour what you want. Because I, I offer so many activities. I mean, major, cool, everything from zip lines to, to being, you know, inside an incinerator being burned, to be swimming with a, a Cayman alligator, to be, you know, with moray eels. I mean, I offer a lot of really crazy uh, bungee jump. A bungee jump is one of the best ones when uh, the floors, you know, that bungee jump is a great one. Um, so I offer you all these activities and it's up to them to tell me, uh, what they want to do. So I let them create their own experience and I go, all right, you want to do this? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Because I know how difficult and I know how tough every single one of these items are. So it doesn't matter which ones they want to do, you know, <laughs> so I'll let them uh, plan their own tour basically, which is part of the fun of it, which is also so unique and every, every experience is different and it's, it's never the same thing. And I never know when I'm going to get those magic Kodak moments because every tour is a, uh, it's unique. So, you know, there is nothing like the manor. It's in, in all for a price of dog food, right? That's the, that's still the price of the mission is a big bag of dog food. <laughs> so it's, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty wild for sure. You, I, I want to just go back really quick because I'm super interested in sure. this. You mentioned you were offered shows and, and I really, the whole game show idea, I mean, just no, <laughs> but I mean, I'm interested in the reality. What were they trying to, were they trying to get maybe like a behind the scenes thing? Like what were they asking you to do as far as All right, that? so so here's 
So here's an example they always gave me. Uh, they said, we want to do a show like Cake Boss. Have you ever seen Cake Boss? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so cake, So what their idea was, and, th- and they all had the same idea, is they wanted to see all of the, you know, all of the spastic arguments, all the crazy stuff for for part of the show, and then at the tail end of it, they wanted to show the contestant going through. So they wanted all the drama. They wanted to have all this behind the scenes, the candy man of drama, things not working, and people arguing and fighting. That's not what I wanted to do. You know, that's that's, that's the most ridiculous thing you've ever heard. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, no. And then, or, or they wanted to do shows like, uh, like this elevator show they had a while back on the Sci-Fi Channel, and they wanted to do shows like that. And I'm like, no, that's not scary and uh, you know because that would ruin the whole mystery and the magic that wouldn't be fun people would go well, what's the big deal about the matter okay we're, we see you and your actors arguing okay and it would be all staged and faked anyways you know so that's not the road I wanted to go um, the, what I did suggest to them and I'm not sure if you, you guys are probably too young for this but there was a show it was either on MTV or, or VH1 about 15 years ago called Fear. Oh, I remember And it that. was a show where they would, you remember mm-hmm. that? They would take like five people in with their own, you know, with their cameras, no, you know, no uh, producers around. They'd take all these crazy sanitariums and asylums and they'd keep them there overnight and you have to do these different stunts and tours, right? Remember, you know, different activities. And that was scary because that was like pretty genuine. That was pretty scary stuff. But they they just didn't want to go that route. They wanted to go the silly, show the behind the scenes. And that wasn't what I wanted to do at all. You know, it, it wasn't worth it. So I said no. <laughs> God bless you for it too. I mean, it, you did, I mean, as far as content, you definitely did the right thing. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, I want to, I want this place to be, uh, uh, you know, uh, that, that urban legend after I'm, you know, in the ground or I'll be my own live prop or my dead prop someplace on somebody else's on. I want this place to be still being talked about, you know, that's the beauty of it is that the haters, the fans, they all think they know, but they don't know anything. And, and that's the amazing part about it. And I got to keep that mystery alive now. Now, you know, the one time I felt really funny about kind of bringing that fourth wall down and I almost like didn't want to do it. And I'm still not sure if it was a good idea. I'm not sure if you saw the Netflix show called haunters, the art of the scare. Did you ever see that movie? I did. Okay, so that that gave a lot of behind the scenes, you know, and the heartbreak of trying to put a haunt together, you know, and getting torn down and blah, blah, blah. So I wasn't really a big fan of letting the, the director do all of that and film everything, but I did. And I guess it's okay only because that was San Diego and it's got nothing to do now with the new show, you know? So, and and it was a good movie. It turned out well, it was well-made and everything, but uh, you know, I I wouldn't do that again. Let's just say I would not open the doors again like that. Um, You know, he filmed for a year at the high. It was crazy story. He was like, he was all done with his movie. He was filming universal and knots and all that stuff. And, and his movie was done. And then he heard this crazy rumor about, 
this McKinney Manor. He's like, this can't be true. This can't be real. And and then he contacted me and he came out, you know, he was scared to death. You know, was, he actually spent the night at the house and he'd be checking in with his wife every hour. Cause he thought for sure he was going to get killed or something. Right. And, uh, <laughs> and he, and then he realized that it was real and legit. And then he changed his whole focus on the movie and he, he filmed for a solid year there because he just couldn't believe a place like this existed. And, uh, so it, it kind of turned out okay, but I just don't think I would do that again. Okay. I, I definitely get that. I want to go back to kind of even at the very beginning, the McKamey Manor started out as just a regular haunted house that was open up around Halloween. And I seen you say somewhere that just people wanted more and wanted more. What brought us to McKamey Manor now? How did that evolve the way it did? Well, I was doing haunts my whole life, so it didn't matter where I was at, you know, in a one-bedroom apartment. I was even doing haunts out to sea. And so, you know, being in the Navy for 23 years, 17 of those years, I was floating around. I was on deployment, so I was gone. So I was such a Halloween guy that I would do... I would build haunts on board the ships. So, you know, that was pretty crazy. Um, But then when I finally got someplace where I could, you know have some, some roots, then, um, you know, the, I, I always thought outside of the box, even back in the nineties and the eighties, whatever, the haunt was never like your standard, just straight boot haunt. It was very cinematic. I've always had that eye. That's always kind of what my vision is. Just like when you take the tour, it's like you're going through a movie and it really is. Like I say, in one of my other taglines is, uh, you know, live your own horror movie because that's kind of, that's what I want you to feel like. I want this to be uh, a very cinematic experience for you and the, and the guests. And, uh, and I try to get that across in the movies as well as, as simple as they are. I mean, you know, the movies are just simply made on a basic, 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 you know, iMovie, no special effects, no nothing, which, which is kind of, you know, interesting that they can be so effective, it, but they're also so, so raw. I mean, you know, there's no, there's no special magic behind my movies. It's just what I've created and what, and what the, uh, you know, what I've been, was able to get from those people, which is real terror, real horror, which I guess is kind of interesting. But, uh, so I've always been doing haunts one form or another, and it was just kind of a natural progression that like you were saying, people wanted more. And, and I like that too. Cause I, I never was a big fan of just standard old, whatever. I like to do something interesting and, and unique. And so year after year, of course, I would have to just keep on up and up in the ante and, and I could never go back. I mean, that'd be silly. And so it's it just, you know, natural progression wise, it would get to where it is now because e- either you stop and say, Oh, I can't go anymore. Or you keep going and trying to be more and more inventive. And that's just kind of what I've always done. And, you know, so that's, that's my challenge to myself is try to, uh, stay current and relative and, and what else can I do? What's the next thing I'm going to do? What's, you know, and that's why I can appreciate being out here where I have much more land to, to work with. Um, I have different locations I can go to. So now I can make these epic type of shows that are totally different than anything else going on that there's no way I could do that in San Diego, just based upon, you know, size limitation. So, um, yeah, it's going to keep progressing. Um, the, the trick is, is just not to kill anybody, you know, and, and to keep it, uh, keep it safe. And, 
And that's the scary part. That is the part that, that concerns me every single time I do a show. And that's why I'm so particular about who comes in. I mean, you just can't walk into the manor. You've got to, you got to go through a lot of stuff. You got to really go through some, you know, leaps and bounds. You got to get medical letters, both physical and, and psychological. You have to get sports physical done to make sure your cardio is okay. You've got to, you know, have background checks. You got to do a drug screening. You've got to do, uh, you know, several interviews with me. You got to sign a 50 page waiver. You, you know, I mean, it just goes on and on and on. So, you got to really want to do this. And I don't select just anybody, you know, uh, they, they have to be of uh, the right intelligence, have the common sense to know when enough is enough, because what I don't want is that guy that says, man, I'll never quit. I'll die before I ever quit. Well, mm-hmm. I don't want you in here then, you know, yeah. and, and I get a lot of those people. And unfortunately people fool me and they say the things that they think I want to hear. And then I find out, Oh man, we got trouble coming now, you know? So it's, it's difficult. And that's the scary part is just, are these people legit? And unfortunately I'd have to say 90% are not who they are saying they are. They're, they're saying what I want. They think I want to hear. And when it boils right down to it, they are not the people that they were portraying themselves as. And that's really unfortunate, but that, that happens much more than, than not. And uh, that's scary. You know, you say um, it's more mental these days, but over the years it's been pretty brutal and um, it's always shocking to see people come back for another tour of it. So what do you think motivates these people to, you know, to go through all of this and then come back for more? Well, you know, the people that take the tour are just a a different breed, you know, and that's why I do these interviews to find out, you know, why they want to do this, you know, you know, what's, what's going on? Because a lot of people do this for the wrong reasons. They do this like for therapy. They think this is going to fix something that's broken in them. And and I have to just say, no, I'm so sorry. It's not going to fix any rough childhood you had or, you know, uh, and, and and so I I have to ask all these really personal questions because unfortunately a lot of people, including myself, we have, I have had, I've been hurt as a child and, and I know other people have, and it's it's really a, it's a horrible thing and it changes your life and it just, it destroys you. But you can't do something like this thinking it's going to make you a better, stronger person because this is entertainment. This is solely a game. It's just entertainment. And so I have to really be careful about the folks that we get. And a lot of times, you know, you're saying I do get people that come here for the wrong reasons. I want to come back again and again. You know, or maybe they're into the BDSM stuff, which for the longest time I didn't even know what BDSM was. I was I'm so naive. I was like, what is that? You know, and, and um, because that's not what the manner is. The manner is nothing sexual, nothing like that in any way, shape, or form. But a lot of people think that's what it is, or they think, well, I, I'm into that community. Ooh, I'm going to really like this, and then they're here for like three seconds. And I'm like, man, I made a big mistake. This is like, you know, I made a big mistake because it's, it's tough. And, uh, you know, so people that, that do want to come back over and over and over they're they're adrenaline junkies and they're folks that just can't get scared anyplace else. They've gone to every haunt in the world. 
they, uh, you know, nothing affects them anymore. And so they think this is the place, and it's true, this place will do that, but not all those people that have that mindset should be here because the last thing I want to do is to mentally cause anybody any issues. I don't want to trigger something that's going to, you know, be an issue for them. And that's, and again, that's why I have to ask all these really personal questions, which I hate doing, but I do it for their, for their well being and mine. I don't want to harm somebody. And, and, um, so yeah, I get some really unusual people and that's why I have to turn a lot of those folks away because it's just not safe to have them here. So my perfect candidate are, is like the military. I love military people because they're squared away. They've got the right mindset. They've got good logic. They got good education. They know when it, they know when it's time to say goodbye. Um, they're not the kind of folks who are going to like keep going until they hurt themselves. You know, that's the kind of folk I'm looking for. And, and I get a lot of really really unusual people. I get about 300 requests a day from a, from the website and, and folks watching are listening right now. If you go to McCainyManor.com, there's a contact page to fill out and then I will send you back a whole bunch of information and then you kind of can determine whether this is something that might be good for you. But I get a ton of requests and I have to turn 99.9% of them away because they're just not it's not a smart thing for them to be here, you know? So, um, yeah, yeah. But you know, long story short, it's, uh, the people that keep coming back are just folks that want to be scared. They want to feel, they want to, they want to, uh, you know, take that adrenaline, crazy roller coaster bungee jumping ride that you can't get at a normal haunted house. And in the manner delivers. And that's why I, again, I have to laugh over all the haters to say, Oh, it's not this, it's not that. And, you know, if that's the case, how could I possibly deliver the product the way I do? I deliver on everybody who's ever come here because if I didn't, well, they would get through it and they would make it. They would beat the manor. They would, uh, you know, be that guy that, uh, goes all the way. Well, nobody has ever beaten the manor in 19 years. And, and I don't need a bunch of actors, you know, the new version of it, it's just you and me. I don't need anybody else. It's just you against me. And so that's crazy to me. How can one person have this effect on all of these people that go through to me? That is, you know, I know how you do it, but that's fascinating. I don't have to have a crew of people barking and throwing at you and doing this. I just little old me talking nice to you and the manner does the talking for itself. And that to me is the most fascinating thing at all about the manner is that it's just one person operating it. The most difficult thing about the manner is, is trying to film everything because I'm there keeping you safe you know, putting you through things and whatever, and I'm trying to film and blah, blah, blah. So that's the hardest part about it is just trying to document everything. But yeah, it's just you against me. So all those folks listening right now, they're like, well, I could do that. And she rough can't get to me. Well, I challenge you then show me what you got, but I can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it seems like it, but you, you had mentioned, cause that was going to be my next question actually. You mentioned selecting participants, but 
you know, do you uh, select? Do you have staff anymore? Is it just you? Because the last few I've seen really was just one on one. Is that that's what you're going for yeah. now instead of a crew? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's me because I can. It's it's it, I can run the show the way I need to run it. When you have you know your staff, I don't care who they are. Plus, plus I found over the years that staff is not honest. Staff is not legit. Staff turns on you as well. Um, they eventually, I mean, that's just unfortunately the name of the game. When you're as controversial as I am, that even you got people, oh man, Russ, I'll always have your back. No, you won't. You're going to turn to the dark side just like everybody else. And so it's not worth it for me to put myself in that position and trust people because that just, you know, that's not a good place for me to be with something as, as magical and mysterious as the manor, the less people know about it, the better. And when it's only me operating or Holly, um, Holly's my, my better half. And when she's here, of course, you know, but she's a different ball game. Um, she's a hoot, but, um, otherwise it's much wiser to just operate it myself because I can make it scarier that way. Cause I don't have to worry about all the nonsense and worry about somebody else doing something silly to take the scare factor away because I know how to do what I do. They don't know how to use it. They don't know how to do hypnosis or mind control or that they weren't trained in that I was, that's what I did in the military. I know how to do that stuff. So, you know, if you have somebody that's being goofy or thinks they're being scary, and we all know those guys, we all know people that think they're like scary, but it's not scary. And it can take somebody out of the moment then. So you need to be able to stay inside somebody's head and not give them that break where they go, oh, shoot, this is just playtime here. This is some guy with a clown mask on. I don't, I don't do that stuff. Everything I do is very real and there's nothing fake behind it. And it's, uh, you'll be in real environments. So that's just so different compared to a haunted house compared to what we do. Now this is a haunted house. People say, Oh, it's not on a hit. Of course it is. There's animatronics. There's there's everything. There's boo stuff going on. There's everything you can imagine happens inside the manor, but it's a combination of a whole lot of things. But you know, we've all been to a haunt where we get taken out of the moment because somebody just wasn't scary, right? And it's like it, it brings you back to reality. And I have to be able to keep you in my world and keep you in. You know, I have to stay in your head to such a degree that you don't know what, what reality is anymore. And I don't know anybody else that can do what I do. So that's why, you know, it's a one man operation or if Holly is here, Holly helps me and she'll, she'll do the filming. Of course, she'll be a big part of the daytime activities, the called Holly's playground and she'll, she'll run all that stuff. But when the sun goes down, it's now real serious and, and the fun, nice, goofy Russ McCamey, that all changes. And now it becomes very real, very quick. And, uh, and that's frightening. And that's something that you have to really know how to do that. And I haven't found that with anybody yet. Yeah. It sounds like, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, yeah, it sounds more like, uh, you know, who could do the job better than you or what's that, whatever that saying is. If you want a job done right, yeah. you got to do it yourself, something like that. But yeah, no, I, I definitely get it. I definitely get it. And I know you went over um, 
uh, I forget exactly what I what I read, but you you had a couple of people that worked for you. Um, I forget. I don't know if they were going to media or whatever they were doing legally, and that that's got to be a, a letdown, you know, going because you have so many people against you, just as far as people not involved and you know around it and went to it. Right. So now you got to worry about internal, and it's like, man. Oh yeah, you know, but that's part of the game because. People get their feelings hurt, and then they think, "Oh, I'll get you." And but but even those people don't know what I do, especially out here at this show. Um, so even the people that I let into the inner circle a little bit, they don't know anything. Um, you know, Holly knows the most, and even Holly doesn't know everything. Um, so so that's why I keep it pretty close to my to my vest about. Um, you know, how things work and it's extremely effective. And like I say, you know, I challenge any of your listeners who think I'm full of it and who think they can take me on. And I, and I can promise you that I won't lay a hand on you. I'm not going to rough you up. I'm not going to push you around. I don't have to do any of that stuff. So the listeners are listening who are thinking I'm just full of poo poo. Well, if you think you can meet the requirements, contact me and show us. But I already know how it's going to end because I know how <laughs> I'm not trying. To, I know how 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 good I I know how good, I know how well I operate this thing. I'm not trying to sound conceited or anything. I just know what my skills are, and I know what I can do and what I can't do, and I work with my strong points and the strong points is the mental, you know, my, I wouldn't be good at like, Oh, let's go fight now. Let's go. You know, that's not my thing. You know, I'm not going to do all that. I'm going to be very calm, very cool. I'll never raise my voice at you. It'll be, um, it's, and that's scarier than that's much scarier than getting yelled at. It is you know, just kinda. being cool. and calm. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm like, this is just too freaky. Yell at me or something, you know, but no, I'm going to just be really relaxed really calm. And that's all part of the mind control that I do. And, and that's, that's the biggest thing. If you can avoid, again, the mind control and the hypnosis, then you'll do fairly well, you know? Um, but that's easier said than done. And there's a method to all my crazy, stupid, silly, fun stuff I do during the daytime. Now I will say I'm not so good that I can hypnotize you in like five minutes. I'm not that good. Um, I'm, I'm a stage hypnotist. I used to do this for weddings and all kinds of stuff. So I can, I'm the guy that can line up a whole line of people and I can pick certain people out and I can, you know, do that with them, but I'm not so good that I can put you under in five minutes. So I need that daytime part of the show because when we're doing things with the contract and doing things with the activities, I'm doing the hypnosis then, you know, and, and you don't even realize that's what's going, but I need to, I need that time. And that's why I spend as many hours as I can with you. It, it's like a big game show. Um, you know, you're, you're given, you're given fail cards. Everybody who comes in the manor gets six, get out of jail, free fail cards. Once you lose all those cards, because you cannot complete certain activities. The the haunt is broken up into, and this goes to the daytime and nighttime show. The haunt is broken up into task, stunts, and breakers. A task is something as simple as signing the contract the right way. Um, I'll give you specific directions. 
And if you can't follow my directions, because attention to detail is everything in the manner. Memorization is everything. Recall is everything. Because after I go over this huge contract, and again, I will tell you exactly, legitly, because I have to, tell you everything and how to get out of every trap, every scenario. There's nothing I'm hiding from you. I mean, there is no hidden stuff here. If so you, you lay can't it all recall, out for them. I lay it all out because that's what keeps me out of trouble. Because that way the law can't come back and say, hey, Russ, you didn't tell them that you were going to drop them 250 feet from a bungee when the floor drops out of an escape room. Yes, yes, officer, I did. It's right here. We talked about all this. Explain how you do it. Uh, you know, so they know everything. But you have to have the recall to, me- to remember what I told you. And that's hard to do when you're in a very panic scenario when you're in a situation where you're just losing your mind recall is difficult and that's the game you know that's can you remember can you stay cool under some very crazy situations and most people at least so far have not been able to do that so that's the whole game but you know you, you i want to give you chances to earn cards throughout the day if you lose six of your fail cards then you have to do what we call a hallelujah breaker. A breaker is something that if you cannot complete it, it's game over. You're done. You lose. You go home. Now, between you and me and the when the walls are listening, I actually will keep you in longer because I want to give you the experience of a lifetime. So if you do a breaker during the daytime activities, I'm not going to send you home. I'm going to keep going. I'll give you a chance to earn more and more cards. And that's what you'll be doing throughout the day is trying to earn these fail cards. Because when the sun goes down, you want to have 10 fail cards on the positive side. If you have 10, then you'll last pretty long. You'll do okay. If you don't, then it'll be tougher. But, you know, again, I'm all about the experience. People spend a lot of money to get here, and they drive and fly all the way from, you know, you name it, Switzerland and, you know, Hungary. You name it, they all, it's around the world they come here. So I'm not going to just shoo them away. I'm going to keep them in the show as long as I humanly possible can, as long as they're mentally and physically able to. But once they say their safe phrase, I have to legally stop the show. So I don't, you know, people think, people think, well, the reason why it's zero seconds for us, because you stop the show. I never stop the show unless there's a, a, again, a concern for their, their safety. And that's only happened a couple of times. Otherwise they are in control of how long they will stay here. And, you know, it's up to them. If they don't say their safe phrase, then we'll keep on going. But once they say it again, I've been told, you know, by the district attorney, you better stop. Or I will lock you away. Well, it's not worth me being locked away for. Right. So the days of point start getting like a little weary. Once you start going through the legal aspect of it, does that kind of like tense them up a little bit or. Oh or, yeah. Uh, like, yeah. It's, have, you know, it, that's, that's one of the, uh, the benefits that I didn't really think about of doing the, the contract because the contract is so daunting that once you hear everything that you're going to be doing, it's like, they're like, I can't do this. I quit yeah. now. 
You know, so so I'd say about 25 percent of the people come to the realization that, look, dude, this is this is way too much. I, there's no way I can do what yeah. you're telling me that may happen. Uh, so, that can be so sure they sit down and they start going through it with you and they're like, whoa, wait a minute. Maybe this is a little yeah. bit more than I bargained for. Yes, you know? yes, that happens at, a lot. At any point, did yeah. you ever have somebody who, like, you know, as far as the hypnosis is go, had, has anybody not been able to been put under that or anything? Like, you know, somebody sure. who. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. I can't hypnotize everybody, unfortunately. Um, and, and, and I don't even try with everybody. I'll try with the people that I think are going to give me a difficult time. You know, ones who yeah. are like kind of smart alecky and ones who are kind of got the attitude. Well, then I'll, I'll do a little hypnosis on them just to kind of even the playing field because I'll do something silly like I'll put them in. A little kid, a little, a little kid plastic pool with three inches of water in there. A little pink, bright pink pool with you know fishies on there, and I'll tell them there's a great white shark in there, and they're going to have a panic attack thinking there's a great white shark inside three inches of water. It's not even logical, but it's amazing to watch, and that's what I can do. So now I'm sure, like having lack of uh, the actors and all that help, you know, get the hypnosis thing put into the yeah. to the to the manner. But oh, what, yeah. what exactly had you know? At what point made you decide that that's the um something that you were like a tactic that you were going to use? Well, I always wanted to go that tactic. Um, I, you know, the calmer, more psychological method. But right. the actors are there, and I was like, okay, well, I have actors, so we'll go this route. You know, but. It, the plan was just like moving. If I needed to move, the plan was if I ever lost the actors, for whatever reason, I knew I always had another way to go. And I knew that the other way to go was scarier. So I always had that, that, that card up my sleeve. I just didn't need to use it. So I was like, okay, well, we'll do this rowdy rumbunctious tour first. And then we'll, then, then when I need to adjust it, then I'll adjust it. And, but I'm I'm so glad because it's so much it's so it's so much safer now, and that's the big thing for me. Is I really was worried every single time I'd have a show is somebody was going to get a broken bone or you know yeah. drowned or something, and that's no fun, right? I mean, yeah, I, I again, there I'm not was, trying there to. Some episodes I've seen that you had on your channel that you know you were you were in control of the whole thing and you were really looking out for the contestant. And uh, you would stop them, you know. Hey, hold on, wait a minute. We're we're gonna stop real quick because I think it was one. Into, I think her name was Beth. She had like a few pins or something in her foot, and um, you were real cautious about that. And that's a, that's something too. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people notice is you do go through those lengths to make sure that everybody is taken care of, and that tour fits their needs. You know, so if oh, there's something yeah. going on, you're gonna make sure that they're fine going through it. And and I'm sure it's a relief having it more you know, something more in control of you because you're right. When you have people working for you, you don't know. It's, they could fly off the handle in a second. You don't know what's going to happen. Right. And they did. I mean, I had some, I had some people that I probably shouldn't have had working. I, in fact, I can tell you right now, I had people working for me that should never have been there. Um, people that I found out a lot about afterwards that were like, you know, I just didn't do my homework, unfortunately, and they were not the kind of folks that should have ever been there. And there were folks that really enjoyed hurting people. And that's because 
And then they all took the tour as well. And if you watch their tours, you know, it's so funny watching them in their tours because they're crying and whimpering and begging to get out. But then once they had the opportunity to turn the tables, they really mm-hmm. took it to another level of really wanting to hurt people. And, and it was uh, it was difficult to always try to fight that and try to get them, you know, to not be as aggressive as they were. It was, it was, it was difficult, but yeah, that, that's, and that's why with the medical, that's why I need to know what's going on with you mentally and physically. Cause I can work around stuff. I just need to know what it is. If, right. if you tell me you've got pins and rods in your leg, well then we're not going to do anything. that's going to mess with your leg. Clearly if you tell me you can't do this. Well, then I'm going to lay off that. I just need the contestant to be honest with me. doesn't mean I'm going to turn them down. I just need to be able to, to make their tour specific for them. And that's the beauty of what I can do is I can specifically make a tour that will work upon their strengths and their weaknesses. I just need them to be honest with me, but it's the people who aren't honest are the ones that end up getting hurt because they're trying to pull the wool over my eyes. And that's right, just because no they, good. They, they, it's something to them that they feel like they have to get through, you know, like they're, they're wanting to, you know, find a way that they can angle themselves and, yeah. and, and put, you know, and so it's, it's gotta be tough, man, but I applaud you for putting up with it and the way that you handle, you know, you know, conducting the contract, sitting down and making each tour unique, to these people uh, is really a lot of work. It, it has to be stressful sometimes, man. It is. I mean, it's, you know, it's an all day affair and it's not just a day. I mean, I have to do all the screening with them. They have to do all these silly assignments before the show. Um, you know, they do all kinds of stuff. It's, it's a big, um, it's a big, it's a lot of time and effort on everybody's behalf for, for no money. I mean, you know, I, I'm not, this is, an insane thing. I'm obviously the stupidest businessman in the world. I mean, yes, I have, I'd say one of the most famous haunted, haunted attractions in the world, but I'm also the, the poorest business guy because it's, yeah, it's man. not a I business. Mean, I, was reading, a I was reading where you said that you were paying for EMTs on site out of your own pocket. Yeah. Yeah. I had, I had to, you know, at one point I had to do that. And, um, and it's still very costly. Every time we run a show, it's expensive, the upkeep of all the, the sets of the locations. And because of the fact that I also, the haunt takes place in several different areas of Tennessee and Alabama. So we have to drive these folks to different spots. And I have to basically rent out um, the, the areas that I'm using on these other locations. And that's expensive too. So yeah, I, I'm not a smart business guy. I mean, you know, I, I can be making a million bucks on this thing, but it's just never been about the money and it never no. will be. It seems like it's more of a passion. Like you said, like when you're, when you, when you're dead and gone, this is a legacy that's going to live on, live yeah, on. After, exactly. You know, this is the piece of you that you leave behind. That's going to go on. And you know, there's a lot of haunts that try to mimic what you're doing right now. Like you're such oh, a big yeah. influence on so many people. And, um, yeah, it's yeah, there's a lot of copycats. Yeah. There's so many copycats and, and, and I worry about that too, because they're not being safe. Like I am, I mean, people can hate me or love me and, and they can think I, Oh, he's just a psychopath. I mean, I've heard it all. We've all heard it all. Right. I mean, but I, I would put up my resume against most of those people 
and I think I would come out on top. I mean, I'm a pretty squared away kind of guy. You know, I'm military, 23 years, did the whole veteran thing, helping vets as a service officer for 13 years. I've never been drunk in my life, never had a cigarette, never had a cup of coffee. I'm not a cusser. I'm not, I'm not Mr. Religion or anything. I just, I just don't do those things, you know, right. um, no drugs clearly. I mean, I've, I'm, I'm a very right, very right kind of guy. I, I know what, I know the difference between right and wrong. And I pride myself in trying to do the right thing. But you know and, what I think it and, is? I think people, the people get, get, you know, confused about it, but it's no different than somebody wanting to buy a movie ticket and go see some insane yeah. horror movie. You know, if you go, if you want to pay for that and you want to sit down and that's what you enjoyed and, you know, there's no different, you know, how can you say that's more obscene than anything else? I mean, compare, I mean, you, 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 what you're doing in a manner and somebody going into a movie theater to go see like Freddy or something, it's pretty much the same thing. Like people enjoy being scared. It's just something that they, they yeah. like to do. You know, it's just but, something you know, different. But, but the uneducated folks, the ones who don't know me, they, 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 they think this guy's got to be a psychopath. I mean, clearly he's got, you know, which is, if that's the case, then the people going in to watch these movies, like Jason and all, then they're psychopaths too. Like, because yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like they making movies about this big Hollywood's making money off of things like slasher films yep. and all that, you know, so they're not pointing the fingers at them though. You know, but no. it's the same idea. It's the same. Thing. So I, I get. I guess I'm. I'm flattered that they're that my movies are so effective that they actually believe that I'm. I'm a certain way. I mean, I'm just. Yeah, I'm, a nice, I'm a nice. I'm a good guy. But it's entertainment. I am an actor. I'm a movie maker. I. I, I when someone goes to the movie, I mean, goes to the haunt. I look at them as 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 an actor, I'm making a movie that day. When they go through, I'm looking for, you know, I'm looking at the edits I want. I'm thinking about the angles I want to do. And, you know, so I look at them as a whole different ball game. I, I'm not looking at it as a haunt. I'm looking at it as I'm making a movie that day. But, but the thing you know, is, saying, like, in a I'm, movie, they'll reveal what's going on and everything so people have to answer. But, like, going back to what we talked about before, this is the, the, the manner it's thriving on this mystery. Right. Right, you know? and it makes them crazy, and it makes them nuts, and but they get vile. I mean, there there's some extremely vile uh, hate groups out there that will go after you know your family and go after. I mean, I, so th that's why I'm the most transparent guy there is, man. I've everybody knows my life, you know, the ups and downs because I don't I don't keep anything. Um, a secret. I had no skeletons in my closet because of all the crap and all the horrible things they said about me. I, I have to like uh, lay it all out there and say, well, this is what we're, this, you know, and, and there isn't anything bad, you know, there, and, but it's horrible that I had to bring up things that are difficult for me to talk about, uh, you know, me being hurt and things like this. And I have, but I have to talk about it because otherwise people try to twist things and they try to just be so ugly. And, and I really feel sorry for anybody who, who gets involved with me, like, like portal Holly, you know, Holly didn't sign on to have this kind of scrutiny and on her, but anybody who's involved with me, they just go after and try to destroy. I've, I've never seen anything like it. It's, 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 it's more fascinating to me than anything. The manner is, is the psychological makeup of these, of these really extreme haters. Um, it's, it's something like I've never have witnessed before. And, but you know, I've, I've seen it for as long as I've been doing the hunt, but it's really vile and it's really 
talk about scary. Those people are really scary and really disturbed. You know. But have you ever got somebody who was like kind of against it in a way to to go through it and come back out and say, well, you know what, I was wrong. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But but actually, the people who have gone through it uh, start out positive because it's not those folks who are haters. It's the uh, now they turn they 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 turn hater later on mm-hmm. because they get inside these hate they get inside the hate groups and then they become like a big deal in the hate groups. Oh man, we're like you're so special because you went to the manor and then they kind of they they turn them and that happens a lot. Yeah. But when they first go through, no, they're like they're pretty positive. It's just later when they come in contact with some re- or some really ugly, ugly people and, or it's like these people that go through and then again, they get their feelings hurt. Um, you know, something happens along the way after the tour and then they, they turn hater and it's just, it happens a lot, unfortunately, and it's, there's not really any way around it. Um, and it's almost because they love the celebrity. When they go through a tour, they become a big deal, and yeah. everybody knows who they are, and people follow them, and and they love that celebrity. And then if you ignore them, or if you, you know, again hurt their feelings inintent- unintentionally, or you disagree with something that they're doing and then you call them out on it. Well then boom, they're going to go straight to the hate page. And, and then again, in their world, they're a big deal now and they're a big deal in that hate group. And so it's, it's really bizarre. So it's almost like I, I create all these little haters yeah, you because do, you I do give... a good job and working through it though, because a lot of people, they would have shut down a long time ago man. and you just keep pushing through it. And the way that I you're dealing with through. it is phenomenal. Yeah. I appreciate that. It, it is tough. It's very de- depressing at times, but it's like, I know the reality. I, kn- I know what I'm about. I know who I am and all that. I can look at myself in the mirror. I, you know, I know that I'm a good guy and I, all these crazy things are saying, yeah. are you don't just, have nothing to prove the same. They're just yeah, coming exactly. up with it because they don't know what's going on. Like if I really, you know, if people were to go through, uh, you know, they, they, they're willing to dumb it down and go through certain different haunts and, to, you know, it's no different. It's just a different level of it. That's all it is. And, you know, yeah. if you could, like yeah. I said, if you could go into a movie and watch a horror movie or you can go through a lower level haunt and walk it through it like a little kitty haunt, it's the same thing. It's just a different level. It's, know, a di- but, it's a whole different level. And, yeah. and, and we're talking about the copycats and there are a lot of copycats and people, who, people who've even tried to, tag onto my name and you find out what they're about. And it's like, Oh my God, I can't be associated with these people, but it's dangerous because these copycat haunts, I guarantee you, I, I know for a fact are not doing things in a safe way. You know, I'm very, very safe. I mean, I'm not trying to, you know, make it sound like uh, I'm not scary anymore. I can, I can make it sound like, Oh man, I'm so dangerous, but I'm not. It's really well run well-oiled machine and I'm very safe with what I do. But these other haunts that try to mimic me, they try to do things that are like, you know, are very dangerous. And it's, and that really concerns me. And just the quality of people who are involved with these haunts, uh, really scary individuals, people who should not be dealing with other people, period. And, um, and I almost feel like it's kind of my fault because I started this craze and then I get some, there's a lot of really low quality people out there doing some really horrible things 
No, and, I wouldn't. And, I wouldn't. And, I wouldn't. You know, I, I mean, I understand good. where you're coming from, but I wouldn't feel like it's your fault because you can't be held accountable for what other people are doing. Like, you know, of course, the manner is on a whole different scale, and people are going to try to shoot for that. But the 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 extent of what you're going through, as far as the contracts and everything, nobody else is doing that. So if you're going to follow the manner, and that's what you want to do, that's what you should do too: is practice the safety, and and, yeah. and that aspect of it as well, because you hold that to a high regard too. Exactly. But, but these guys want to try to one up me, you know, so they want to try to one up the manner. They're going to end, they're, they're going to end up hurting somebody, killing somebody because you can't one up me. I mean, you know, I'm already there you know, I'm doing things that they have no clue. And, 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 and again, you know, they're not doing the psychological stuff. They're not using hypnosis and mind control technique. They're not spending all these hours and hours and hours with one person. You know, that's not what they're doing. And, and so it does, it does scare me. And I do know a lot of these people and they're not, they're not people that you would want your family around. They're not people you'd want your kids around, you know, and that really concerns me and um i i wish there was something i can do about it there's not though but uh you know it's unfortunate it's unfortunate so just be careful folks people that want to do extreme haunts do your homework know who you're dealing with really investigate do background checks on them you know go to truth finder find out about their criminal records find stuff out because you don't need to be involved with people um, of a certain caliber. You just don't, you don't, you know, really do your homework on what, you know, on who these, people, these are. people are doing. And you really, you can't, you can't really get no better than what you're at right now, because I don't think the people want to, you know, they want to put their time in for, you know, is one up in you and all that, but you'll, you'll stop the whole thing and go through the safety aspect of it. And, and that's just brilliant because I don't think what these people are understanding as far as like your haters and all that is the, the, the level of, courtesy that you're really at with the you know how how much care you put into this not just the manner itself but the contestant you know the what you're going through as far as making sure that everybody is okay and is safe because the mystery behind the whole thing they, they get caught up in that and they, they want to take that idea and run with it but if you bring it back like you just said go check out these other guys go on truth finder and find out what they're doing as far as um making sure everybody is safe because for all you know they just want to throw you in there and they're just their mind is on a certain aspect of it where you're as far as you know you look at where you're at it's all around you know, how am i taking care of this person in here how are we going to make yep. this tour unique you know and it's an it's incredible man the amount of work and effort that you put into this is just it, it really can't be matched it, well, I appreciate that. And, and, and you're right. People don't see that part of it. And that's why it hurts my feelings so much when people that have gone through the tour and have spent all this time with me and know the care that I give them all. And, and then they turn hater. It's like, it's so disrespectful, but then you find out what they're all about. You know, you find out that they, they weren't the people, they weren't the person they were leading me on to be. They were, they were playing a role. And they, they know that I'm very, I don't know the word, you know, not prudish, but well, it's like you said, it's like I'm a not, celebrity. It's like a celebrity. They're there to, cause they know they'll be on the camera and. Yep. You know? Yep, exactly. And, and, and it's unfortunate that these people feel they have to even act for me because they know that I wouldn't accept them if they're into like, if they're into drugs or if they're into like, if they're, if they were, a, you know, I'll, you know, if they were uh, a um, person that's in pornography, I'm not going to pick them. 
I don't want them. Have you, you know, ever so, thought about doing anything in like movie and entertainment as far as like getting your um your 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 clips together and making something as a you know like a a full fledged movie? I'd love to if I had the right backer because it's just really expensive to do that, and I'm just a little navy guy on a little uh you know very very fixed income but my, my my dream would be to actually make a mckinney manor movie have a company so you know what this would be great because you've you've already got the audience you've got the uh the, the you know the name out there people know who you are you've got the urban legend you got these crazy things that you know people think it's this and that so it's got a built-in audience for it so i the perfect thing would be to have you know, a studio actually make a McKamey Manor movie and just and, and go with all the crazy urban legends that people think and just play on that. And it could be a really crazy thing. That, that would be a really interesting take on it. And who knows, maybe sometime down the road, I'll be uh, I'll be offered that. But in the meantime, I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. Which right now, what I'm doing is I'm cleaning up poop in the house. <laughs> say to those like that you know talk bad about your haunt and that say that it crosses the line that it's just torture instead of you know a haunt or a haunted house uh what would you say to those people well i'd tell them that uh they need to like you know get informed they need to do research uh i'd say first off like i tell everybody all right. If you really think I'm torturing people, because I hear that all the time, even from people who who know should know better. Like the this one guy that I use in my movies a lot. If you watch my especially my newer movies, there's a guy named Scott Franks. Scott Franks is the county commissioner for Lawrenceburg, Tennessee. He's a big he's a big deal. So when I first moved out here, he was going to be the knight in shining armor to get rid of that crazy Russ McCamey, and um, I'm going to save the town from this guy. So he he's the one that started, you know, along with the DA and the sheriff and the and the and lawyers. Like we're going to get rid of this guy, even though to this date. He's never talked to me, doesn't know anything about me. He's never seen the matter. Even though I, wow. and I tell, I tell everybody, um, you're all law enforcement. You guys are welcome to come here anytime you want, unannounced, watch the shows, film whatever you want. Again, there's no secrets. Um, but these individuals, and Scott Franks in particular, calls this place a fetish house, a torture house. And, and the beauty of this guy, if you watch my movies, You'll see him in there all the time. Cause I always have him in there because he's, he's on the, he, he was on the news stations. He thought he's going to be the big guy. So he was on all the news channels, boy, thinking I'm going to make a name for myself. So yeah, I've he's got some great. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I've got some great moments <laughs> with him, you know, making all of his comments and I use it all the time. Like I use it in all my intros. You'll see him because yeah. it's just so, it's just so great. So so when people like that who call this place a torture house, it's not a haunted house, it's a torture house. I mean, that's what he says in the movies, yeah, um, on his news feeds. 
you got to put your logic cap on. The logic cap is this, and this is to get to your to answer your question. If this was really torture, would I ever be allowed to operate? Of course not. That's not even logical. Torture is not allowed. I don't care if you sign a waiver or not. You're not allowed to torture people. No. That's not, you know, so it's like put your logic cap on. And if that was really going on, how could Russ do this? Or why wouldn't Russ be locked away? Of course I would be. So. You know, that's the thing. That's what I, that's why I tell people who, who yeah. come off and say that it's like, really, do you really think we're torturing well, people? <laughs> it all goes into the mystery of it, man. And that's what makes it so great. You know what I mean? And I, like I said, I applaud you for what you do. I know it's not easy. And uh, I know there's a lot of people out there who are looking forward to go and take a tour with the manor. And um, we thank you for coming on tonight and, and sharing of course. Uh, what was really going on behind the scenes is, you know, a little bit because we do want to reserve that mystery with the, the manor. And it's just brilliant what you're doing. It really is, Russ. Thank you, man. Well, well, well the, the, the big question is, my question to you guys is that being that, you know, you guys are, you know, you're like journalists and stuff. In, in order to get a really good nope. feel for what's nope. going on, nope. Nope. I think somebody <laughs> from your group, from you, you know, your little core group there, I think one of you needs to actually take the tour. And then the other ones can come and help me film their show. Man, you guys what a deal. It. You huh? guys can do it. Go ahead. I'm not going to fight you. Go ahead. I, I know. I'd do it, I think. No, I would, do I would it pay for this. If this, May, if this May would do it, we'll go on there and we'll help you out as far as filming. All right. All, all right. So, okay. So, so who's the one that said they would do it? Who is it? It's me, April. Dismay. April now. Yes. Okay, April. So let me. Ask, so do you want me to ask you a couple of questions right now to see if uh, you're someone that <laughs> might be interesting to me? Sure, sure. Let's. All see. right. So here's here's a basic thing. Some basic stuff I ask right away. What's your age, height, and weight? Oh, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna share yeah, my weight. <laughs> but my height, I'm five three. <laughs> okay. And I'm I'm 29. I'll be 30 in April. All right. How much do you weigh? I'm not saying. You got to tell me. April, you got to no tell me. Is there, is, no there some, is there certain things off record that she can talk Absolutely. to you about? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I have to know. I'm, I'll, I'll know everything about you, April. So don't be shy. So if you're really real, if you're really legit, you're going to go, yeah, Russ, I'll tell you where it is. You failed already. I think well, she'll, tell you, I think she'll tell you one on one, but. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, would, you know what I mean? You know. Oh, that, that, okay. That, All right. But I yeah, I have to know. And then the next que the next question is are there any physical limitations? Anything at all? And again, I can work around stuff. You just have to know. I have to know what it is. Pins, rods, plates, you know, respiratory issues, asthma, you know, allergies. I need to know. Food allergies, because there's food involved. Lots of food involved. Mm -hmm. So, you know, so is there any physical limitation? She doesn't think too no, well. Not She's not the sharpest tool in the oh, shed, Russ, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. If there, do, you have, um, do you have like a printed copy or something that she can look at, review, and think about it? and, and um, Oh, she's never going to do it. I can tell. April, you're not legit with me, April. <laughs> she wouldn't make it to the truck. I, I, would do I tell it, you the truth, I Russ, between all three of us. But, right yeah. between all three of us, she'd be the one to do she it. She would, yeah. <laughs> out of, out of all, three all right, of so here's what here's what I'll do for April. April, uh -huh. if you're serious, if you're serious, after we get done with this little call right here, you need to 
um, go to the website, mckamiemanor.com, and you need to fill out the contact page, and then I will see that. And you're going to go, hey, it's April, and then I will cut and paste some specific dates that we have available, because are you serious? Here's my question to you, April. Are you the real deal? Are you just a looky-looky? What are you? Are you real? I would... I mean, even Bobby said. Uh, uh, yeah, you're, you're stuttering. You're stuttering on me she already. Bro. No, no, no. <laughs> they know that I'd be the one to do it. Like if we wanted to do it. No, for I'm, not, show, I'm not asking you, know. you that. I'm saying on the spot right now, April. Are you serious about this? Because if you're serious, I'll get you here next week. Whoa. Oh. Oh. Whoa. Oh. Damn. Oh. It, it just got. Damn. It got real now, it April. Real. It just got real. Well, it just got like, real. See? That, like, I didn't know how tailored it was to each person. Like, you know, you, mm-hmm. you go through. Yeah, 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 yeah. Blah, 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 blah. How <laughs> serious are you, April? <laughs> Russ, can you come on every episode and just shut her down like that? <laughs> exactly. You're not serious, April. <laughs> just, so are you, you going to get these two there, I too, think, so they can I film I think it? in due time, we could uh, we can work something out for sure. <laughs> But um, she's kind of she's kind of thrown back at it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A- A- April's one. Of the, April's the kind of person I hear a lot of it. Yeah, I want to do it, and then I say, "All right, let's let's do it." Then we're gonna do it next week or the week <laughs> after. What day's better for you? Next Saturday, Saturday after that, we're gonna do it. Uh, uh, well, you know, uh, mm, yes. <laughs> so, when the reality of it sets in. Yeah, exactly. So April, <laughs> I don't think hey, you're at least serious. I'd say I'd do it. Bones won't even go near. No, it, no so. freaking way. I don't know. No, 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 it's worse. It's worse because you're because because April, it's worse that you're saying you'll do it, but but you really won't do it. The other guys would, are at least being honest. They're saying I'm not doing it. You're like, oh yeah, I'll do it. And then I'm I saying, would be okay, the most let's do it. Likely to do it is that. Oh uh, yeah, yeah blah blah it. blah. All right, April. Okay, <laughs> okay. Then here's what we're gonna do, April. We're gonna so. <laughs> We're going to do it right now. We're going to get you hooked up. We've got, we got openings, uh, you know, this month and we'll make this happen for January. So it'll be, it'll be a Saturday in January. Are you, are you that serious? No more excuses. Yes or no. Um, there you go. (laughs) Say, say, I'll take a rain check. No. That means no, you're not serious. I'm worried about the video. Like if it was just us yeah. and I didn't, all, and it wouldn't go on YouTube. It all comes now. <laughs> I think it would be incredible. Oh, April, you're funny. That would. Be, can I Come make on, a request? April. Like maybe you, you know, kick yeah. her in the ass half a little bit through or something like, every now and then. <laughs> I can't touch her, man. I don't. You know, ah. now you guys could, but oh. yeah, I, you know, I don't. I don't lay my hand on her, so you know. But April, but April, but April, April knows, and I know that she has no intention of ever coming here. None. Uh, I, think, so, I think I could handle it because I'm. Um, I know you. I know. I know you're. Tra- April. It's a lot of April. Mental, okay. Uh, okay. Then April, quit. Quit talking and quit telling me you could do it. Let's schedule time. You're talking to the man himself right now. Yeah, I mean, I mean, don't tell me you think you can do it. Don't tell me that. Yeah, I'm the one that would. If anybody, don't tell me that. Say, yeah, Russ, I'm ready to do it. Let's schedule it. Let's make it happen. Yeah, dismay. If you're serious, that's what you're gonna tell me. Don't tell me about your, you know, your psychology major BS. Tell me you're ready to do it, and we'll get you hooked up. We'll do the interviews. You get your medical letters done, and we'll make it happen for January. And then you guys, you can get Bobby and Bones there. So hold on, hold on, uh, hold on. That's up to you, April. That's up to you guys. Let's just say she she takes her time. She thinks about it. She wants to go through it. The best way to go and get onto the tour is at McCamiemanor.com. 
in her case, she needs. In her case, she needs to call me directly. directly. So give her my direct phone number, I'll give April. It to her. And, uh-huh. and oh, I know, I, I know, I'll never hear from you. I know <laughs> you, you, you and I both know that you're not going to call. But it would be a fascinating second podcast for you to come on and do another show That's about your experience. It'd be I'd a like hell of a podcast there with me. Well, well, I, well, okay. well then make then make it happen. So I am talking. I'm offering you January. No excuses, April. So I want you to contact me after this show. Um, in fact, you're going to call me directly because if you don't call me, then I know you're just talk. So you're <laughs> going to call me. I'm then going to give you some more information you're going to do. And uh, we're going to make it happen. I'll give you some, some specific dates. I'll let you choose some dates. And where are you guys from anyways? What what location are you guys? Where are you guys out I'm of? I'm in Texas. I'm in New York. Texas? Oh, you're close. Okay, New York. All right. So New York's a little different. And but, I'm in uh, Georgia, so I mean, I understand. Oh, Georgia. Piece of cake. Piece of cake for Georgia. And Texas piece of cake, too. So, all right. So we got this thing. I like it. We got, we got a, you know, a possible another <laughs> podcast going. of... Uh, see how this works a out? video recorded one. <laughs> That's right. There you go. That's right. And I'll be inside playing with the puppies. So I'll go. I'll yeah, that's a good puppies. thing. I need someone to take care of the puppies. <laughs> I'm on as you're eating my feet. All day. <laughs> but but Russ, real quick for everybody else, if yeah. they're interested in a tour, how do they? Um, what's the best way that they can uh, apply? All right. So so if, uh, so those who are interested, go to McCameyManor.com, and then there's a page that says contact. And there's a contact form, fill it out, you know, and then uh, just hit submit. And then when I get that, I will cut and paste like three pages worth of directions and requirements and my phone number. And I'm looking for serious contestants. Don't waste my time if you're just a talker like April. Like April. A talker. Yep. But if yep. you're, if you're, <laughs> you know, we all, we all, we, we all know April. We, we call April out, you know. <laughs> so, but if you're actually serious, then call me up. I mean, I talk to anybody and everybody and then, uh, I'll do my interviews with you and we'll get the process started. Simple as that. That's cool. And then yeah. the, the YouTube channel that you said that the real one was, uh, McKamey Manor presents, correct? Correct. The other one is my is a hack channel by the ex actors and the other people who, 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 uh, take who make thousands of dollars from my channel every, uh, every, uh, every, every month, which is nice. But, uh, um, and it's crazy that YouTube won't get it back. But yes, McKamey Manor presents people. And then also, if you go to the website, McKameyManor.com, there's two pay-per-view movies as well. Ones that um, you can't watch anyplace else. One's called Tennessee Christmas, which I recommend watching because it'll give you a lot of uh, ideas. It'll talk about one stunt in particular uh, called Oblivion and Spectrum that you need to be well versed in, and that is a two hundred yard a two hundred yard underwater swim with a live caiman. So, th- so this nice. one I'm saying, April, you don't know what you're you don't know what you're getting into, April. Um, <laughs> you're gonna you're I don't gonna know. Be she tells us all the time how Texas is the is the biggest baddest. So that's the truth. Yeah, test yeah. Right well, there. we'll see. Okay, so April, <laughs> I don't want to tell you too many things, but um, yeah, part of it is uh, you know you'll, you'll be swimming. And you'll be uh, dealing with my little friends. So, yeah, but uh, it's fun. It's fun, right, April? Fun? We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how fun it is. Oh, there, you, there it is. So, so, so let, me, let me interpret what we'll see means. We'll see means never 
ever will I ever show up to make any matter. That's what, what we'll see I, means. What but, if I surprise you and I do the full eight hours? Then oh what? god, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Promise her a billion dollars, Ross. Go ahead. It's safe. I don't even yeah. think you have it's, to answer that. Well, okay. So, do, one thing I didn't I, I didn't address. Do you guys realize that I offered twenty thousand dollars to go through the tour? No. So when you first start out the tour, when you first start out the tour, I give you twenty real thousand dollars. So April, I give you twenty grand. Okay. <laughs> now it's up to you to be able to hang on to that as you take the tour. Every time you fail. A stunt, a task, I take away $500. Mm-hmm. And then you get to keep what you have at the remainder of the night. But huh. you have to finish that. You got to finish the 10 hour tour. Right. It's a 10 oh, hour 10 tour. Oh. One, yeah, 10 hours once the show starts. Once you start your first stunt, stunt inside the manor, once the sun goes down, the daytime stuff, that doesn't count. Once you start your first stunt, that's when you're on the clock and you got to last 10 hours. There's a movie that you need to watch April. And this will tell okay. you totally, tell, tell, this will totally say, I'm not going to go up to that. It's it's, if you go to the website again, or go to the YouTube channel, the movie is called, and then there were none. Again, this move, this movie shows you everybody who's taken the tour, just like you. And mm-hmm. it'll, it shows how it all ended for them. It also has a commercial, of the desolation tour. That's the tour that you'll be taking desolation. So you need to watch that movie because you need to understand good. Cause you need to understand what's going to happen to you as well. <laughs> and, and just realize that again, if you count up everybody's time in that whole movie, they lasted zero seconds, zero. <laughs> okay. So if you last one second, you'll be the record holder. Okay. Fair enough. One second, dismay. <laughs> you could put dismay's clip, like you know, in the blooper reel during the credits, because it's not going to be real. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it won't be. <laughs> it won't be. So, so guys, uh, try to get her to do it, but you, you and I both know she's got no intention yeah, of doing it. it. But so, you know, but we'll and I know. coax it into her because that would be that would be phenomenal. And uh, like I said, I really appreciate everything that you're doing. Sure. You know, for the horror genre in general, and um, I know there's a lot of people out there who are looking forward to get in there and do the McKamey uh, tour. Yeah, so it's pretty it's, crazy it's, stuff. It's pretty amazing. crazy. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you very much for your time, Russ. I appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks Russ. for letting me. Uh... It was nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too, April. I'll, I'll see you in a couple weeks. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Take it easy, Russ. All Have right, a guys. great night. Take care. Bye. All right, now. Fucking Russ McCamey. Yeah, he was full of information, boy. Yeah, he wasn't. He's not what you expect. He's like, you can tell that he's been through a lot with this. Like, a lot. Oh, he's fucking to uh, the max. Weighing, of... It's weighing, it's weighing heavy on him, and he's very passionate. Yeah. Yes. He's fucking to the max, man, this guy. Is. And he's got nine fucking puppies taken care of. Nine of them. God bless, man. And And... Dismay ain't doing shit. I dismay. I want <laughs> Russ McCamey to, to be on every show and just shut you down. <laughs> like when you call me out on something, right, boom, shut you down. Start talking a little shit, boom, shut you down. Texas Chainsaw, boom, shut down. This is the only like that's what he does, you know. I mean, even I think I don't know if you or Bobby said it, but said that's what he does to people. You know, oh, that's yeah. all he has to say is like when I'm people through. talk shit. Oh, well, then come come do it. He don't want to talk about it. Come. Yeah, yeah, by next Saturday. 
You'll have me here this weekend. Come on, come, come. <laughs> yeah, but I'm no, 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 come, come. Yeah, but I think I do it. Okay, good, come. Like, ugh, God, fuck. <laughs> as much as he says that, like, I want to call him out too. I don't think you that he would so pay bad. for me to get come out there. What if he does? So, Russ, if you're listening, I know you're not gonna pay for me to fly out and try McKinney Manor. Dismay is hoping on the fact that this won't happen. Dismay, <laughs> you know your 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 inner dismay wants to prove him wrong so bad, but you know you can't do it. I don't think that he would do that. I I hope he does. I'd fly over there. <laughs> you I, would yes, not. Yes, I would. If you do it, let him record it, everything on YouTube, the whole fucking shebang. I'll pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> now, what's your problem, Dismay? <laughs> okay. You tell me the date you want to go. This was not between me and you. This was I, I, between I'll, I'll me. Do it. I'm making it easier. I'm stepping in. He was the one that shut me down. I'll, right? give, him, I'll give him the money then. How about he that? even told us that we could boot you in the ass. <laughs> I know he did. He said he can't touch me, but you guys could. Talk a few boots in there, maybe put the boots to her. We, put, we could boot you in the ass. I'll be sorry. And I'll her, put on leprechaun boots. And her, her safe phrase will be leprechaun. Le- leprechaun is better than lever, leather face. If she has to no. Yep, that's, that's just oh, you better not say it. Oh, you're going ten hours then. To talk about it. Not okay. on Twitter. Not on Twitter. Right. That's just safe for me. She may go the ten hours just to not say it. Yeah, <laughs> just to not say it. There's a, there's a handful of people who are cut out for that kind of shit. This may so fucking like so stubborn though. She'll be half on fire and won't say it. Nope. Fuck it, I'll burn. <laughs> <laughs> I sure will. I'll go down with my pride. I ain't giving Alfredo the satisfaction. Uh, nope. It. Nope. It's okay. Uh, fuck it. But, well, like, you guys are such assholes. Like, even if I was to die on fire from not saying it, you'd be like, oh, but look at these screenshots from oh, Drunk yeah. May. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, rest in peace, way, Drunk May. Either way, she still at one point said it. So, she just died for nothing. <laughs> God bless. Um, I would just be like, I can't believe that she couldn't just admit it and she was willing to go that far to prove that she was wrong. Like, she could. She was willing to go this far. like To prove she was wrong. To prove that she was wrong. Just couldn't admit it. And this is where we're at now. So, 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 such a selfish act. A poor child. Poor child. <laughs> All right, poor guys. Child. This is a fucking long one. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, check out Russ's stuff. Uh, he mentioned his YouTube. He mentioned the website. Go check it out. It, it's if you haven't seen it, you have to at least look at it. You have to see it. Like you just have to. You owe it to yourself. Yeah. Whether you turn it I off, I think there play. is a warning at the beginning. And uh, and hold on, hold on, hold on. If you decide this is something that you want to do, contact us. Let us know. Yeah, yeah. Because I would, I would like to know. I would. If it, I, I don't know if this May is going to do it, but if anybody else this is going to do it, fuck. I wouldn't mind going down there with you and, and seeing what's going on. Maybe me a few puppies. <laughs> meet a few puppies. Yeah. So no, if you yeah. go over there and you register, just be like, yo, I did it. Yeah, let us know. Uh, and God bless if you do, because the shit's wild, man. Shit's wild. Easy, man. <sighs> All right. Um, you can flip the script. What if somebody flips the script and be like, I like it. We were talking about it before we before Russ called. Like, this mailed me on the table. What'd she say? She was gonna be silent. What'd she say? She'd be pat. She'd be on the tail or wherever the fuck he's got her. She'd fall silent, and they'd be like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! Wait, is she okay? She hadn't said nothing. Hold up, what the fuck? Everybody, be like, all right, stop, stop. We're done. We're done. Hold on. 
And then you hear this man. Is that all you got? <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> Fucking cocksucker. Head <laughs> <laughs> will spin like it'll be crazy. <laughs> ah, fucking booby tassels I would, I everywhere. Would something like that. I would. She'll grow a leather face mask or some shit. Fucking pull it out of her ass crack and put it on <laughs> and start fucking a ball. I wonder if he's ever had anybody flip that psychology on him like that. You ain't we'll gonna do it, I can tell you that. You ain't gonna be okay. one. Put Bruce okay. in there. Hey, <laughs> hey there, boy. Well, yeah. Don't do it again. Dunk this in water. Go ahead. Put, put it in water. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, guys, you can, you can check me out at Mikey's Dead on Twitter. Check out the show at, at SlasherRadio.com. Check me out. My shit's on fire. And, no, uh, and don't be, do By the way, make sure you're following Slasher Radio, too. You know, just, just make sure you're doing it. I know I see a, a good amount of people who are following me, following Bobby, following Dismay, but I don't see them following the show. So make sure you mm-hmm. follow the show. Uh, and make, where they find you on Tweetsta? At Bobby Spencer with two. Ours, because those R stands for really, really, because it's a really, really big. <laughs> I thought it was going to stand for Rocky, because you got the Rocky cover. Well, it could stand for Rocky. It stands for what right now, at this moment in time, tell you really, really. But yeah, it's still Philly Bound. You already know what it is. Yeah, Philly Bound. We're, gonna, we're still going to do that thing. Don't you, you got to worry about that now. Go to side. Don't find that It's He better be down. And just you going out. He doesn't fuck. think we're going we're gonna to do it. This fucking guy, man. I mean, that's the whole. I, you know what? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what else to tell these people. I really have no fucking like. I really don't know what else to tell anybody. I, I have no idea. I, I really don't. <laughs> it's like I'm at a point now to where the ends are gonna justify the means, and when it happens, and I'm sitting there, and it fucking it goes down. I told you. You got the bush. What you think? It fucking happened. I told you what's going on. He said he's down. <laughs> He better be down. He's, I told you, yeah, you don't have a choice. This wasn't a question. You don't have a fucking choice. He's got, he has to be down. He's got to be down, too. You guys, you don't understand. I'm still mad I, I got to take the picture, though. I don't know who, I don't know what's going to happen in that moment precisely. I don't think any of us do. That's the beauty of it. You're just going to show up <laughs> could with be, the bracelet. It could, it could be some random fucking guy I met. And, hey, motherfucker, take a picture of this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Know, we might be best friends forever after that. I don't know. <laughs> it's that's part of the journey. I can't wait. We're gonna have a full blown photo shoot in the handicap st- in the handicap <laughs> stall, of the Phillies arena. Oh, <laughs> I just want to know, like, is he gonna go? Like, are you gonna go in a robe and just like, you know, I open mean, her think up? About it. All you... I gotta do is just undo the belt, unbuckle the pants, unzip, drop Big. the fucking underwear down with the jeans, take that's the shirt off. That's too much, off. though. That's too much. Look, that what do you mean? How is it too Look much? how far we cut. There's nothing compared to how far it's no, come. No, but it takes away from the big I don't have to take the shoes, too. the socks, the pants all the way. All I gotta do is just drop them down, take the shirt off. Boom. <laughs> what more do you want? It's gonna be uh, you and whoever else in the fucking stall taking the picture, and everyone else on the side of the stall standing on whoever the takes toilet. the picture's gotta be butt ass naked with it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you can't, you can't just stand there all fucking silly sideways. You gotta be the butt ass naked with it. And everyone else gonna be in the stalls next to it to fucking look at whoever's in that bathroom. You gotta get butt ass naked. <laughs> Everybody. That's the rule. <laughs> Jesus. Christ. Well, there's TV at the door with people, just random people who come in to use the bathroom. Mm, you gotta get naked. Oh, you gotta get naked again. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what? Whoa. What the fuck? I don't gotta go that bad. What the fuck? They'll call security and be like, they're getting naked in there. 
Imagine Stevie fighting with the, with the cop. No, you gotta get naked in here. You wanna go fight him? He's rocking. <laughs> well, I don't care about your gun. Okay, he's fucking Rocky in there. <laughs> He'd be an asshole about it, though. Um, yeah, go ahead, go go in there. My nephew's in there naked. Mm -hmm. but I ain't get fucking naked. He wants to get naked. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with him. Yeah, first of all, we're at the fucking Phillies game. I told him I ain't coming to the fucking Phillies game. Here I am. Here I am. Fucking, I mean, it's nice, but I ain't. I ain't Yankees are better. Yankees are better. <laughs> I've seen better, Jimmy. And then they'll fart and the whole fucking thing will get worse. Maybe I should get fucking naked. <laughs> I should. We don't need that dirty ass. Go sit down so I can go find the chair. <laughs> I hope they fucking lose. Uh -huh. I don't care if they're playing the Mets. I hope they fucking lose. <laughs> Fuck the Philly. Phillies. <laughs> this way, where are they finding you on Twitter? <laughs> yeah, this may zero zero. Balzac. And the balls. B. B. Zach. Uh, so, hope you guys enjoyed. Go check out everything with Ross and Kami Matter. Go check out slasherradio.com. And we will be back next week. So, good night from Slasher Radio. Send nudes. <laughs> <laughs> All the best with Flasher Radio Podcast. Just making you say meow one time? No. Yeah. Yeah. I already did. Like, you're supposed to make a um, sound clip. I don't have it on this computer. Yeah. Come on, say meow one time. No. Why? Meow. Meow. Sounds like a No. I mean, remember the first time he heard, he seen meow on American Dad? <laughs> 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 that was the best man. The first one was the best one because it was like it, I remember looking at his face after he did. It lit up, man. I've never seen anything like it. Found it. He knew what it was, and you know, there's a lot of because he could relate to it. Like the yeah. fucking Roger went through hell. He said it was gonna fucking get to you eventually. It's not gonna stop. I'm gonna keep doing it, and that's what I'm he sure. does. Man, man, he knew. He could use this to annoy us for years. And he did. It was and then what happens is you think it's over, but really he just went silent and then it'll turn it back. <laughs> it's still there. It is. Oh, yeah. yeah. It looks a cold all the time. Yeah, cock. That's what I get. <laughs> That's him pushing it out. Yeah. Because it comes from the heart, so he's got to push it up. The space comes from the heart, too, a little bit, I think. It does. It's the it does. fucking it's best beyond next to his. I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
But oh. you don't you don't know. You don't know. That's the problem. Like the mystery behind this whole fucking thing is what drives it forward. You don't know. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'd be inside with bones with the puppies. Like I don't give a fuck. Like I'm not gonna be trying to take that risk. But if you're willing to, if you feel like that's what you you're because out of all three of us, if anybody was to do you probably could. <laughs> You'd probably be the one to go through it. I'm just gonna I'm let you know now. Only considering it, you know, you guys won't even think I about it. Nope. Hell no. Nope. You kidding me, man? I get scared when I go to try to move my blankets and it doesn't go when I think it the way it should. <laughs> like, if, like if I feel too much weight at the bottom of the bed, I gotta go take a piss and turn the light on and look. Like I can't. Oh, my dog jumped on the bed and landed on my feet. I almost fucking had a heart attack. Yeah, it can't happen. I can't do that. No, I think that Yo, like a lot the of the scariest fucking thing in the world happened to me about two nights ago. I was laying. I was well, no, yeah, I was laying down. I was getting. I, was, I went to go take my little nap or whatever the fuck. And um, usually by eight thirty, like it's quiet. Everybody's like, you know, girlfriends in the living room watching TV, laying down. Usually, I, you know, my son's in his room. Everything's quiet and. um I kept hearing him say something to me. So I was like, what the fuck, man? I got up, I checked, he was asleep. But I went all the way back down, and I got into bed, and I get all comfortable, and I kept hearing his fucking voice. Hmm. So I was like, what the fuck? So I get up, and I walk down into the living room, I check, she's asleep. She fell asleep watching TV. So I'm like, what the fuck? I go in there, and I look at him. He's passed the fuck out. So I'm like, maybe he's talking to sleep. So I'm standing there in the doorway and I'm watching him. He's snoring. <laughs> he's passed out sleeping. Like he's not having a dream or nothing. So I'm like, what the fuck, man? I go get back into bed and I hear it again. And I'm starting to get freaked out now because like I know it's not him. So I get out and I keep hearing it. So I'm like, where the fuck is it coming from, man? I'm looking under the bed. I'm looking in it because our bathroom's kind of like attached to our room. I'm looking in the room, looking around. Long story short, it was our cat. Our cat has gotten to a point, and cats are creepy little fucking creatures, let me tell you. It's gotten to a point where it will mimic him to get the attention of one of us. Wow. And it sounded just like him almost. Like, I swear, it was so fucking scary. Damn. I've heard of stuff like that happening before. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, because I found him. I finally located, like, I found where he was at, and, um, I picked him up. I picked the cat up. I was like, what the fuck? Are you okay? Look, no food in a bowl. Mm. You know what I mean? And it was doing that to get our attention. But isn't that fucking crazy, man? Yeah. That's nuts. And that's why you wouldn't survive in the McKinney Manor. would you, motherfucker. I wouldn't. I would consider it. I would consider it. You guys won't even do it. You won't do it. I bet $10 million you won't do it. You I said I consider it. Well, you you guys won't even it. give that much. Nope. No, because we're not. Dang. We're not gonna fool ourselves. Shit. We're not gonna fuck Dang around. Dude, shit. Yeah. No. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna fucking make a sandwich. Make a boo-boo. A sandwich. Sh- make a sandwich. Picnic boo boo. And shove it up this man's ass. Shove it up your ass. I'm gonna go in there and be like, Yeah, you want a sandwich, huh? Pow. But Jamie made it. Alright guys, you want to knock this, uh, this any outie? Let's go ahead and get on with it. Alright, baby. As they say. As they say. Oh, what, hold, what on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait. Nut rub. What is nut rub? Because <laughs> I've seen that. I've seen nut that on rub? Twitter. Nut rub. I think my personal opinion on nut rub is, is it that it's like, um, 
It's like a, uh, you know how like, you know, lotion, moisturizer like that, nut rub, it's no different. It's just something that you apply to the balls and, uh, you know. But it looks like, it, it looks container. like, it looks, it looks like, I know. Uh, what is, what's that makeup dismay? Where you like powder and concealer? Shit? I don't know. Oh. But it looks like it's in, you know, like it's hard. It looks like in that kind of container. It looks like a hair wax. Yes. Somewhere. Yes. It's oh, like a beard yeah. balm. Could it be yeah. lube? No, it looks like a beard balm. Yeah, like, what the fuck could it Not be rough. for? I think overall what it is is to lock in the essence of the wash. <laughs> I think you're supposed to go in there, wash like it up, scrub the sack. Yeah, and then you do what you gotta do, pat down dry, get out of the shower and apply that, and what it does is it locks in a lot of what you've done in there and it keeps it fresh. It keeps it going. It's it's an extra moisturizer boost. Keep like pulls, an after, aftershave for yeah, your balls. Pulls, pulls back the wrinkles a lot. And, and oh, just kinda, no. you know, Anti-aging you cream? Could be something like that. Who knows what it is? <laughs> Who knows what it is? But I figured out why Feta wants those and likes those underwear. You, you got a pair? No, I know I didn't get a pair, but I put a lot of thought into why it was that he spends so much money on them and why somebody would at his age. Why? You got to think. The older that you get, what happens to your balls? Yeah, yeah, they get older. You know, they they shrivel a little, a little bit. But, well, they start to hang level. Hang. Yeah, sometimes. Depends on your balls. Right? Depends on your balls. So the older that you get, the lower they're supposed to hang. Some individuals, the older they get, they have a hanging problem. So what better to take care of that issue than to to throw them in a pouch? So you think he got saggy balls? He might be at a certain age in his life where that pouch is able to accommodate the hang from the saggy balls. Wow. I didn't think of it like that. See me? Yeah. Yeah. I can see it. I can see it. See? There we go. So we're figuring out what, what are we like studying balls for the 2019? I think because you know to contemplate and you know when you purchase something you gotta think why am I buying this? Mm-hmm. What do I need it for? What purpose would it serve me? Like if I was to put my balls in there, what difference would that bring to me than any other old pair of underwear, especially at the price of what they are? But you gotta break it down, okay? If I had low hanging balls, uh. Uh-huh. Or a gentleman of a certain age that, you know, would suffer from that kind of a syndrome, that would be a perfect uh, solution. Yeah. Da-doom. There okay. You go. Okay. I could see it. I could see it. So you throw them in there. You got, nothing, there. To you got nothing to worry about. Mm-mm-mm. Dismay, what do you think about the ball talk? Um, well, I am the ball sack. You are a ball sack. That's ball sack. Ball sure. sack. Um, oh, Dismay, did oh. you see that picture I made? Yes. What do you think? Unfortunately. Uh, That's a hell of an evolution. That was paper. What? Um, paint. Paint and Photoshop. That's the new South Park. Come on. Oh. That that thing. It's glows. It has shadows. Um, come on. Come on. Um. Compared to what? That's a nice step up from what they used to be. No, that's a nice addition. No, it looks like you did it all in paint. Yeah, and then I went to Photoshop and added like the little. Fun stuff, like the floating butt oh. plug and you know the floating yeah. dildo and bong and all that stuff. Okay, so do you Google these images to put them in there? The only stuff I did not make was obviously the space background. Obviously, I didn't make that. 
And I didn't make the dildo. That was actually a picture of a real dildo and a mm-hmm. real butt plug also. And I didn't make the bong. Everything else is me. Okay. Everything. Well, your paintwork is second to none. I'll give you that. Flawless paint. I even did shading on the fucking vent. It is. In paint. I mean, that... Come on. <laughs> There's a shadow of the fucking butt Submit plug. that to Comedy Central. Right. I'm telling you. I mean, I, where, I, I don't know where I could, we could fuck him next. How I mean, long did that take you? Hours. Uh-huh. Hours. Exactly. Hours. I Mink, mean, I'm going to exactly. add you in the next one. I fucking, I would be honored. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be going in the next one. I would be honored. That right there, I seen that, and the first thing I thought was, that's the new South Park, man. Yeah. That 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 is the South Park of our time. Yeah, me. I mean, come on, there's a fucking shadow of the butt plug under the butt plug because it's floating in space. Not only that, the fucking pure, just detail. Everything is is yeah. It's off the chain. Off there's the chain. a proper amount of bolts around each fucking metal end thing, like the corners, uh, inside and out on that shuttle. <laughs> you can't you can't get come better on, than that. Come on. The fuck will you want from me this way? You can't. Get Why don't you just do it all in Photoshop and be? Because I didn't know how to do it. Oh, I'm glad that it didn't because it took it would have took away some of the essence. I will say this: Mm-mm. the next one is going to be way better because I realized after the fact when I was all done paint put it in Photoshop, I should have made each thing individually and then put them all mm-hmm. together in Photoshop. Oh my! Yep. God, it's going to be so much better. So much better. Mm. It's gonna be See, he's going to get better as it goes, yeah. and that's just the beauty this of it. This kid is going to get fucked. In... It's going to be on TV one day. I'm telling you right now. If not, in the newspaper. Somewhere. I mean, my God. Mick, we got to do that, that thing you were talking about. Comic book. The comic book. I know, man. I fucking... And the Bruce Bruce oh, thing, too. Hmm. The recording or something you wrote for Bruce Bruce that you found? Oh, I did that already. Oh, you cartoonized it, too? Oh no, I didn't yeah. cartoonize it. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Yes. Yeah, do that. Yeah. Oh shit, that would be perfect. All right, you want fucking just make you ready? We're going places, baby. Go places, got fucking fucking people in midair. Two thousand nineteen. Oh shit.